With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the uh, nerd portion of the show here. We are waiting for another co-host to show up, and until then, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Switch. Those of you that saw on my Facebook page, saw that I finally got one. Actually, it was a couple days after Alex got his, and we haven't really had a chance to talk about it, because Breath of the Wild has consumed my life. I didn't think it would. Um, fresh out of the box, Alex, your thoughts on this, on Breath of um, the Wild? It's a, uh, it's a really, really good game. <laughs> it's, it's probably... Um, I wouldn't say it's the best. But it's it, I put it well no I no game like is the five. best I put it at five out of um, my top five it's like my bottom five it's fun I though. mean I no no fucking game ever is the best I, there's never gonna be a best game ever that's that's I mean but uh, I mean if I had to pick like a I mean just like it it throws away a lot of shit that I had issues with. In 3D Zelda, to be, well, I mean, I'm not a big fan of 2D Zelda to begin with, but it had, but it has some things in it that I would prefer over 3D Zelda, and, and 3D Zelda is what I like more. But it has some things in it that I'm not particularly fond of. That's just sort of been a constant since Ocarina of Time, and it kind of, you know, sort of dialed those things back, and then also did all this really cool new shit. This just totally time-consuming, but awesome. Well, I say time-consuming. It's not. Really, it's it's more like the game itself is time-consuming in a good way because it's just there's so much to do. That's what I mean by time-consuming. It's ridiculous. I I love the fact that it's open world. I hate the fact that it's open world. I love the fact you can go anywhere you want. I hate the fact you can go anywhere you want. I love it's an RPG. I hate that it's an RPG. I love that there's a variety of weapons. I hate that they break. I love the armors. I hate having to upgrade them. I love that you can actually cook food and not have to rely on hearts. I hate the fact you have to cook food and can't rely on hearts. I love that you can find stuff out in the open, the gems, and make money. I hate the fact you have to grind for money. It's so weird. Like, I love it and hate it at the same time because it makes me pull my hair out, but it reminds me of the first Zelda where you can go anywhere you want, and if you didn't know what you were doing, you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, fans of Zelda 1 fucking love this game. Yeah, this is like, let's go back to the first game, but fuck you in the... It's basically, it's Zelda meets Dark Souls, is what this is. Uh, yeah, the game will actually, um, at least in the beginning, and even even still. Yeah, this game um, hurts. <laughs> this game. Yeah, the hurts. game. The game will kick your ass a lot, and uh, even then, even once you know what you're doing, it'll still kick your ass. But uh, I mean, once you once you know the tricks, you can make you can make a lot of rupees really quick. Like there's a there's a snowing, uh, there's a there's a snow bowling mini game. 
where you can make like three hundred rupees like every fucking uh, I want to say twenty seconds for like all it costs is twenty rupees, and if you you don't fucking lose them even for losing because the guy just takes pity on you, I guess, and gives you your fucking money back. So you just, I mean, because like even if you even if you make like a even if you screw up, he's like, oh, that was pretty good. Here, you here's like fucking, you, you made fifty rupees. It's just it's pretty much just impossible to fucking lose. And there's a trick to it, and you can get a strike every time, and just get you just go fucking filthy rich and so quick. So I mean, I I was rich within. Plus, you know, I just sold everything because I mean, because if you know how to kill a guardian, you're going to be making money really quick. Yeah, with the arrows I mean, that I'm aware of. Well, I mean, well, no, I mean, if you know how to get, I mean, no, you just deflect their laser with your shield and then kill them in three hits. It's really because you can, uh, if you know how to do the shield bash, which is you, you hold the shield up and then you press A and you you swing your shield, you can uh, deflect their laser back at them, and then uh, the the yeah, guardians. I've, I've tried. I get killed. So I can't. Well, you gotta have. You have to. You have to be at that. Well, you can do it at any distance, but um. When I'm at the right distance, I can always do it exactly perfectly, which is how most people do it because they know they know when they're at the right distance, they know the exact perfect timing to do it, um, and they can get down the the hearing and the sight, and they know exactly when they need to press the button. But uh, yeah, for a for one of those for the guardians that ain't got no legs, the ones that are just stuck in the ground, it only takes one laser to kill them. For the ones that are that got legs, it takes three. So once you know how to kill a guardian, you can just take all their parts and go sell them and make tons of money quick. But the thing is, is you kind of want to hold on to those. I mean, you can do that early and make money quick, or you can just as soon as you can go make the do the snowing bowling mini game, you can go make money off that. Because those fucking guardian parts, you need those for everything. Well, there's a there's a guy named Robbie. Yeah, I've already experienced that asshole. Uh. And he sells he sells the really good shit. I'm probably 30 hours into it, if I was to guess. And the one thing I love about it, but hate about it at the same time, is it starts you off on a linear path. Look for the four shrines. Okay, now go this way. Okay, now go this way. Now fuck you. Um, I had four hearts and was doing the elephant stage in Zora's Domain. I was so fucked. <laughs> Beyond fucked. I go, what did I do wrong? Why am I way over here? When I mean open world, this is quite literally open world. There is a mission from like the first act that I haven't even done yet. Because you just get sidetracked from just doing all these things. It's absolutely fucking unreal. There is one thing I'm not fond of, and that is the motion control. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong, or if my oh, what are, or if my settings what are you doing? Off. There's a couple of puzzles. There are these shrines that you go into, and you have to solve these puzzles. Put the ball in the hole, uh, open a door, all sorts of shit. But there's some of them where you have to rotate the screen, but I use the joy pads because I like to do it on my TV, and you have to rotate the controller to move it and get things going where they have to go. Well, I'm pointing at it, and I turn I turn it counterclockwise, and the thing goes fucking upside down, and I have to do, like, a fucking yoga pose just to get the thing to turn the way I want, and it just pisses me the fuck off. 
And then I try to shoot the fucking arrows, and up is down, but left is right, but right is up, and then up is, like, up my ass, and it's like, what am I doing wrong? Just use the stick. It works better. Um, I played uh, Well, you know, I mean... Now, I played it some as the handheld, and the handheld is a little easier, but I will admit, I love the fact that you can take the joy pads, and there's no string. Like, I could be scratching my balls with one hand and fighting shit with the other. And I have the freedom to do that. I love that concept. That is the coolest fucking thing ever. And then if there's you a, to go to the bathroom, click, I'll take the game with me. And it works seamlessly. It's fucking brilliant. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it is a, it's, it's a portable system by default. It's just, you stick it in the dock and it HDMI's out to the fucking TV. I will and, say, uh, I'm not a fan of the home interface. I'm a little underwhelmed. When I got it, I plugged it in. It's like, okay, setting up the Wii, uh, the, the Switch. You know, put this in, put this in, put this in. Okay, here we go. It's like, that's it? There's no welcome screen? Or like with the PS4, or I guess in your case, the Xbox... Um, no, I have a PS4. Oh, with the I also PS- have an Xbox, but I don't use it very much. Yeah, with the PS4, you get that screen, you got all these options, and it's very, I don't want to say user-friendly, but it's, here are all your options. With the Switch, it's, here you go. Press this to play. You can either play the game or go to the eShop. Fuck off. And it's like, this is it? Really? I mean, I understand it's a it's a gaming console, but I guess I'm so used to it doing fucking everything. It's weird. Well, see, we see Nintendo are like, hey, this is a game console. Please fucking game. Shut the fuck up. Which is okay. I don't mind that. I really don't. But it's weird having no internet button or having no uh, Wii-verse. You, you know what I mean? Like the Wii had all the, the, men, the buttons and shit. Yeah. Now we don't have that. It's, here you go. Play your game. Shut the fuck up. Thank you for playing. And it's just, wow. Had to get a screen protector. And, um, because I heard that the screen gets scratched when you dock it. Uh, you, you honestly don't fucking need one. I mean, you can get one if you're worried about it, but, I mean, you have to be like a fucking, uh... With my luck, you have, like a, you have to be like a fucking Neanderthal, really. With my luck, I could laugh and then the thing will explode. And I don't like how fucking expensive the controllers are. Oh my god, I said, well, Mario Kart's coming out, so we're gonna need an extra couple of controllers. They're like 80 bucks! I'm like, yeah, that's actually Yeah, that's actually not um, that uncommon with, with current uh, console controllers, to be honest. Like, PS4 controllers are they're like, pretty They're like expensive. $70. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty expensive too, but yeah, the Pro Controller and the Joy-Cons are both like 80 bucks a piece. And then you need the... What do you call? You got to be able to charge the fucking things. So I'm going to end up spending like $140 on controllers and charging stations. It's fucking insane. But yeah, um if you're playing Mario Kart, you've already got and you it depends on how many f- fucking friends you have. I mean, you can only play four players. If you if you since you have the Switch, you've already got two controllers by default for the game. You only need one more controller. Yeah, we're probably gonna need one more because you know I have a daughter that lives here now. Which I have, I have played um, with the single Joy Cons. Like uh, they're not bad, actually. Uh, I'm surprised. I thought they would suck. Um, it is a little strange because the stick is a little bit further over on one of them because they're in different places on both Joy Cons. So. Uh, 
I guess you just fucking rock, paper, scissors, who gets which. Not that it really matters. I don't think anybody really cares. But, uh... Well, I think if you buy the wheel accessory, it's not going to matter. Just enable, you know... Nobody fucking wants to drive with that. They just want to drive with a stick. I drive fuck, with the wheel fuck, all the time. <laughs> fuck motion controls, man. But, yeah, uh... Zelda... Zelda is... In, uh, I, I would... If I had to put it next to... Um... Where it fits in my favorite Zelda, I would say it's it's kicked Wind Waker out of its spot. Yeah, Wind Waker is one of those games. I remember when it came out, nobody fucking liked it, like at all. Everyone, I did. Everyone poked fun at the cell shading, and it looks cartoony, and this is so different from uh, Ocarina and Majora. And then it wasn't until it got a digital remaster that everyone fell back in love with it. I'm all, you fucking hypocrites. It was, it but, was fucking, it was unreal. Now, I didn't mind Wind Waker. I think the problem with me was there was a lot of fucking boat traveling. And that kind of pissed me off because <laughs> everything was on the fucking water. And I hated traveling and having to go to every quadrant and look for the fucking shit and then go to the next quadrant and look for the more fucking shit. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this just, uh, I mean, as far as like... Um, and I didn't mind Skyward Sword, but I also didn't care much for Skyward Sword because... I, I fuck Skyward Sword. I, I, I don't even... Everyone, I mean, it's... Everyone says that. It was an alright game. It, it was just... No, it wasn't, it wasn't the worst game ever. I just, I don't ever want to play it again. <laughs> it was one of those okay I beat it I'm done yeah you know Twilight Princess holds a special place in my heart but my problem with that is I remember the story and not much else uh like as far as my favorite Zelda games go uh I mean like if I had just like I mean it's 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 all subjective but I'll just say um I, like if I had to rank them Breath of the Wild is my number two See, I would put like a, I would put Breath at five only because Ocarina of Time is still my favorite. And then goes Zelda three, then goes Zelda one. Which which one is Zelda three? Link to the Past. Oh, okay. And then, I've never heard I've never heard them call it Zelda three. Uh, yeah, because they never they stop after two. They just stop calling it that. And then it's a toss up between well, do I like Twilight Princess or do I like Breath? And it kind of goes back and forth. Um, and I don't even count Hyrule Warriors because that's more of a spin-off. Yes, that's uh, that's a little different. Yeah, but I'm enjoying it. It's pissing me off, but I'm enjoying it. It's bringing me back to Zelda One, where I didn't know where the fuck I was going, and I'm fighting these things, and and they don't treat you very fair in the game. I mean, like, oh, Moblins, I'll fight them, <laughs> dead. What the fuck? Yeah, no. It, I get it a ex- stick and he gets a goddamn machine gun. This is bullshit. It, it it expects you to fucking handle handle yourself. It doesn't fucking it doesn't fucking handhold you at all. <laughs> it's it's like Nintendo hard, like the old days, man. It's like if you're used to the typical um, like last, I would say ten or so years of Nintendo being handholdy, this game isn't for you. No, they gave, <laughs> they gave you the finger. This is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I've blown myself up with, with just fucking everything. I mean, I must have died at least 20 times. 
And I pride myself on never dying in a Zelda game. This one? Yeah. Forget it. It's... Yeah, the fucking... The game will just... The the mobs don't... They don't take turns like they normally would. They come at you all at once. And you're just expected to figure it out. It's like, hey, you know what? Um, and, it, and the game tells you, it's like, hey... It's like, if you're having trouble... With a bunch of bad guys, don't fucking try to take them all on all at once, you fucking idiot. Why don't you just maybe approach it differently? Yeah, like, be a, hey, maybe, be a ninja. Maybe, maybe go up on the mountain, use your fucking bow and arrows, or maybe equip a ninja outfit and go up and because you can get the Sheik outfit and sneak up better. Or, you know... Which reminds uh, me, I love the Amiibos. That they actually do stuff. Like, yeah, all, I, I like all of them. I, I bought them all actually because they had them all uh, on release, but uh, I haven't used them a ton since I I used them like a lot when I first got it, but uh, I don't really need them now. I, I guess I could like I guess I could scalp them, but they're all out of their they're all out of their packaging. Well, is it gonna matter? I mean, people are gonna want to use them. I got the Wolf Amiibo coming because why the fuck not? Um. And I love how Nintendo figured out that people don't like DLC, so let's disguise it as a plastic toy. Yeah. But fucking Nintendo. They're just... They're fucking brilliant. Um, this game, it's... It, it is unreal. It is absolutely everything that they said it was going to be, and I don't know if I expected more, or if I expected less, or... I don't know. I'm still... Like 60, 40, 70, 30 on the game because there are parts where I'm just wowed and I go, this is fun. And then there are parts where I want to punch the fuck out of my screen. Like I'm, I'm fucking frustrated. It's like I can't get the fuck over there because there's shit over there and I can't fucking climb, but they want me to be fucking, uh, fucking asshole and, and fuck, you have to find the memories in the game. And then the guy's a dick about it. Oh, I think it's on the northeast or southwest corner of some place you can't get to. It's like, well, that's helpful. Well, you know, if ever you are having trouble climbing because of rain, you just need to go sleep. Because that doesn't make the rain go away. Because you know you can make a campfire, like, anywhere. You can, hell, you can, you can make it. You can usually... If, if you have a fucking... Um, well, I figured out how to make fire with the flint and the wood... But, well, you could just do shoot a fucking fire arrow at it. Well, or, that too. Or a bomb arrow, or whatever. And I love the Hello. fact you don't need an axe to cut down trees. Just blow them the fuck up. Yeah, that that's that's actually... Oh, by the way, have you done the... Um, have you tried riding a tree yet by using the... Um, I have, and I failed miserably because I went down a cliff. Yeah, I used it to get oh, really? over to an island for fun. Like, I used a... Uh, I... I used the stasis, and then I charged the the spin attack all the way up, and then I rode that tree for, like, three miles through the air all the way to some island. It was amazing. It was, it was the greatest way to travel. I did it down Zora's Domain and fucking impaled myself on everything on the way down. <laughs> it was not a happy day in in my household there. That, that, that was... It was comical for everybody else. Me, it was frustrating, because... I got killed by my own stupidity. Hello, Carl. And Carl is here. We Carl, th- we think. Hello. We think. He he said hello earlier. Yeah, I heard him. And then he. I, 
Hang on, was that muted? That was muted. Right, there we go. Right, I'm just getting used to my new microphone. Hello. Our, our British brother from another mother. I know, it's been a while. <laughs> yes, it has. It's, it's, it's been like literally a year, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same for, I say, me and DM usually catch a show on the fancy, but we haven't been, even been doing that for the last uh, six months or so. I haven't so. had fucking time. I work way too much now. It's stupid. Yeah, I know. Tell me about and it. And then life yeah. happens, and then I get a Nintendo, and I just ignore life. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Been pretty much the same for me. Well, you've been doing cons recently, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, got into the cosplay scene a bit more because I've got a friend that can actually make really good costumes now. So <laughs> I just buy this stuff and she puts it together. Makes life fun. Mm, mm. You haven't uh, lived life until you've gone round as an elf mage. Uh, <laughs> to, to conventions, she's making me the headpiece for the next one, so that'll be fun. Anyway, well, what uh, what are we talking about? We were talking about the Nintendo Switch and Breath of the Wild, and how I want to impale myself because it's so fun and hard at the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. How many games are on the Switch now? Right now, that's a good question, Alex. How many? I know there's two right now. Uh, well, uh, I know they Everybody released they released they released some more. I'd have to go look at what all was released with the most recent patch digitally. I, because, you know... I know ARMS I came the, out. Did ARMS, ARMS come out? There's ARMS, 1-2-Switch, and I think Just Dance, which I could care less uh, about. But. Well, no, Fast RMX is out, which is... It, that came out on release. That's a fucking awesome game. I got that. That's a racing game. It's like F-Zero. So it's got a couple of gimmicks. You have to switch colors to go over certain I was going to say, I know on release that it was just... It was just uh, Zelda, and that was kind of the selling point of it. It's that, like no, Zelda that, goes Dark that, Souls. It's fucking ridiculous. Fast, Fast RMX was out on release too, but it was only a digital game. Uh, yeah. It was full price, but it was only digital. Um, How do I sound, by the way? I, I've got I I got myself normal. a new normal. Okay, good. Normal. Hey, sorry, um, I, yeah, I got myself a new Yeti mic. I'm not kidding. The mic session. You sound yeah. you sound English. Well, yeah, I'm just, the mic is actually the mic. The mic is actually called the Yeti. That is not a joke. Uh, uh, so, yeah, um, it, hopefully, I'm better quality than usual. Yes, yes. Well, if I sound distant, it means I'm on the uh, laptop mic. So I was making sure that I've got it switched to the right one. Um, yeah, I've actually. Uh, I don't know what all. I mean, there's there's probably, like, I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of digital games, but as far as, like, big, huge releases, I, I don't know. Not a ton. But um, there is... There are a bunch of eShop games, like, that are, like, a bunch of um, arcade classics, which I bought up a ton of those because they were SNK games, and I love old SNK arcade games because they're usually fucking fabulous as far as, like, old um, sprite graphics go. Like, uh, they had, uh, they added, like, uh, Metal Slug 1 was just added, and 3 was already on there. Um, they had King of Fighters 98 and, uh, 94, and, uh, uh, Shock Troopers is on there, which, I mean, I just fucking love playing old SNK games, so I'm like, fuck yeah, because the Wii had a ton of SNK arcade games, Wii U didn't, so yeah, you had nothing. to switch, it had to, well, I mean, it had a, it had a bunch of, um, no, I mean it had a bunch of um, uh, it had a bunch of what what do they call it? The 
I can't think of the the name. Whatever they call the classic games and the um, whatever. Whatever the fuck they call it. It's, it doesn't matter. Whatever the classic games are called on the fucking system. <laughs> fuck them, whatever they're called. Yeah, whatever they're called. Fuck them. Whatever they're called. Um, They had plenty, but they weren't like the S&K ones. And I was like, the Wii had a lot of them, so you had to switch over to Wii mode on the Wii U, which was a fucking pain in the ass because you had to pull out the Wii mode and hook that shit, and that was stupid. And But no, I just the, the Switch right out of the gate has like a bunch of... Uh, S and K and and just good arcade classic games and I was like fuck yeah man this is like so when I am taking a break from Zelda because occasionally I do need to fucking take a break I'm like hell yeah I'll just play Metal Slug or fucking Shock Troopers or, uh, or fucking uh, Turf Master which is a fucking old golf game or- yeah I was gonna say that sounds like golf. <clears throat> So did we all watch the Hall of Fame? I watched it, yeah. I watched, uh... I watched fucking Ron Simmons and JBL just roast the shit out of Teddy Long. That's the best part of the fucking show. Because everybody else is just nice as hell, and then Ron Simmons and JBL get up there and just fucking roast Teddy Long. That was great. I will say, when we get to to one specific award, I might rant a little bit, because... Mm. I think was it Dana? Like, was it Dana Warrior? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. She was roasting people too. Damn, she was slaying people up there. I don't know what that was about. She just felt like talking shit. Well, I fast forwarded through that one. I always do because it, um, it's a. I, I'll save it for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, why don't we get started? Everybody and welcome to a long overdue beyond the math. Uh, I would say the episodic podcast, but if you heard the well, clip, well, earlier, it is it is episodic. It's yeah, not just, not uh, weekly because I got a switch, Alex got a switch, and we've just fucked off with the world. So sorry, but it's WrestleMania. When season. was the last time you did an episode? Yeah, like three weeks ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like fucking last year. Like uh, <laughs> yeah. Still gets- You'll get our thoughts on the entire WrestleMania build-up in one go. Yeah, you will. And by the way, that's Carl. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, I know. Jesus last Christ. time we heard him, Strata died. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> some British guy. Some guy who used to run the show. Yeah, until I got a job though, where I worked every bloody weekend. Uh, yes, I somehow got a Sunday off for a change, so I was like, you know what, I'll come on. It's WrestleMania weekend, predictions, all that uh, good stuff, so... I bought myself a, like a professional radio quality microphone a few months ago, and I haven't even used it. So I was like, "Well, here's my chance." Speaking of Strada, he's still dead, unfortunately. Yeah, but they haven't. Uh, we haven't. Yeah, he no, hasn't that's not come back. Faith. He that's, hasn't come back to life. Uh, we're working on that. Well, actually, I mean, I, I, I haven't found any way to. Can I say well, he died at the wrong fucking time? 
I mean, well, you, you, I saw you on uh, on the Facebook page saying uh, he needs he should have been around for this uh, page hack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw that. Too. Mm. The fucking yeah, the fucking uh, things he would have said about that. Yes, I'm sure he would have been our expert researcher on the uh, material question. From what, been, from what I've been told, it's it's all legit. And I'm like, all right. I've watched It's totally legit. I watched it just because cause people said it was Xavier Woods in the video. And I was like, what? Hold up. Yo, I gotta see this shit. What? And then it's fucking Brad Maddox in the video, too. It's like, ah! oh my god, Brad and Maddox was fucking made in this video. What is, it like, is it, is it, what is it like one of them's holding the camera or oh yeah they both they both fuck Paige but I mean Brad Maddox fucks but who's, vid- who's videoing it I don't uh, I think it's on like a tripod at first and, oh, well, okay first of all what happens is is Paige welcome to is the show like, yeah, they, yeah, talking about fucking yeah, the uh, Paige, Paige, Paige happens, so we're gonna fill you in on that so go on guys what are we, what, I was just I was just catching people up as to what the hell we're talking about. Just in case you haven't heard, Paige's phone was hacked and uh, some videos got released. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 and photos and oh shit, and it's on a title. Um, yeah, Paige, she's looking at um, she's like selfie videoing herself. I guess she's looking in a mirror or something, and she's got like a fucking dildo crammed all up in herself oh, at geez. first. And she's, and then it just like. How long is this video? It's, it's, I don't know, I, I would say like 10, 12 minutes, 15, maybe, I don't know, it's, it's pretty long. But she's, it's just, and then just. Put, on her phone? I don't know how she, I, I don't, it, I, I think it was recorded on several different devices, maybe a camcorder, because, I mean, it, it, it was a lot, there was a lot of things. I, I mean, I'm just gonna say straight up, Paige is uh, a dirty woman. She likes to get around and do things. I've been saying it for years. And I mean, I I'm not even down on her for it. She, I've said that she, that's just who she is. There ain't, I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But you can tell just by looking at her. Anyway, she has, she's got, she's got a dildo, and it just goes like, and it just comes out of her, right? She's like, and, she, and then she's like, she's like, oh, I've been practicing. I don't know what the fuck she's practicing for, or who she's talking to. Yeah, and Tell then. Then it cuts away and she's and she's on a bed and she's having sex with Brad Maddox and they're not using any kind of protection which is just that's stupid. But I mean, yeah, no, whatever. I guess you could just. just Does pull the name out. of the show turn the page? I, no, it's I. I don't even. I, it, you know what was funny? I saw it on a site called Celebrity Jihad. So. Oh. I yeah. thought it was on Reddit. And I'm all, no, it's not going to be on Reddit. And I went to Reddit and I go, holy shit, it's on Reddit. And this is as far as I can go. Because I'm married. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, it's just Maddox screwing her viciously. That sounds wrong. No, it's just Maddox just fucking her, so. And then afterwards, you get the most hilarious, I've seen people, like, Photoshop. Maddox naked sometimes holding that camera now. He looks like the Terminator. People, in fact, people fucking just, people just photoshopped him onto the street from Terminator 2, like, and put the electricity around him holding the camera now. He's just coming down like he's the fucking Terminator because he's naked. Now, my question is, my question is this. Um, ever since the whole Paige and Del Rio story broke, I think a year ago, you ever notice every week there's something going on with Paige? 
Like every single week, so like, there's something. Well, so was this a legit leak, or do you think she leaked it just to get you know any publicity? Is publicity? Yeah, but why would she risk a whole engagement to Del Rio and all what that the fuck stuff? Does she, she care? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't risk anything because this video is ancient. This is an old video. This was from when she was uh, NXT Women's Champion. So she was legal. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So Xavier Woods then comes in, I take it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she comes in. Uh, right. the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the latter half of the video, she goes over and has sex with what appears to be a black man with a large afro. He's got his face is a little bit covered. Everybody says it's Xavier Woods. Oh I had trouble telling him. That would have been pre New Day, right? Oh yeah, way pre New Day. This is before he was even on the main roster. This is this is when she was uh, NXT Women's Champion. Gee, wow, that's Damon yeah. fucking coming. I, I had trouble telling who it was, but everybody and their mother says that is fucking Xavier Woods. Shut the fuck up. I do. My big and, question about and even is... Xavier Woods has made some um, interesting comments on Raw. Well, like that's when... because Woods is a fucking meme now. That's his whole gimmick. So I mean, yeah, be, he be knows that it was him, and but anyway, anyway, you got you got Brad Maddox, Brad Maddox over there with his fucking pic. He's got a he's got a camera. He's taking pictures of like Paige's ass and Big Xavier's balls, and oh, and I let's go. I just taking pictures of the whole thing, and the whole the whole setup is hilarious. And what's funny is later on, people publish some old. Uh, AMAs from Brad Maddox, some old uh, Ask Me Anythings, and Brad Maddox said his favorite guy in the company was Xavier Woods, <laughs> and it's like, you know what, I totally believe that, because you guys were screwing Paige at the same time, <laughs> absolutely well, believe Yeah. Um, but my big question with this is, and obviously the Del Rio relationship is a whole other thing of her being twice her age, and it's just kind of weird. But, like, if you were engaged to somebody, right, you wouldn't have just this hanging around with your phone, right? From what I heard, and I don't know how true this is, but everything is uploaded on the cloud. And someone was able to hack into the cloud and posted it. But, yeah, fuck the cloud. But just like Carl said, you wouldn't have this stuff just laying around. I mean, who especially does that? if you're in a relationship now. Well, and now you're uh, you're very very public figures. Like you are WWE wrestlers. You not only you take all these pictures and making this sex tape, you then upload it to the cloud and leave it for anybody to find. Well, to years fair. after the fact, when both all the people involved are probably now in relationships and based in a serious relationship, it just seems really like who does? It seems really stupid. Whoever had this on their cloud seems like a really, really bad idea. Everything involved. If what you want to do in your own time, do it in your own time. Why videotape it if you're the, if you know at this point I guess Xavier Woods and they weren't as famous as they would later become. Brad Maddox never did really became much of anything, but he was the world general manager I guess around that time. Um, so they are they are TV people. Why would you tape it in the first place? Then why would you leave it on the cloud? And why would you keep it there on your devices after you've got in a serious relationship and it's a very public relationship? It seems like a really stupid idea. Involved. I mean, obviously, it's a criminal act that they got hacked, but well, still. not the only one either. I think like Summer Ray and Melina and like, yeah. two other people got hacked too. And, Summer got it. And these are all people that 
do this shit and they leave it on the cloud? I mean... Well, Melina, that's not exactly secret, right? Well, no, but it kind of makes me go, so is this a thing now? Well, a lot of, to be fair, a lot of people use the cloud because they think it's a good, it's an easy alternative to just using up space on your computer. Sure, but why would you leave a giant sex tape with you and a bunch of wrestlers on there after because, you got it with somebody? Okay, you gotta, you gotta think about this for a second. Paige is fucking retarded. She's not right in the head. It's fucking Paige. If it was anybody else, I would say you're right. But this is Paige. She is dumb as a rock. She threw away her WWE career to be with El Rio. Like, like literally, in in part of the video, she uses the fucking NXT women's title as a fucking cum shield. Oh, my lord. Oh. She gets jizzed. Uh, so is this no why they're getting a mask. <laughs> is this why they're getting new title belts tonight? <laughs> I don't know if it was the same title back then. I mean, they may have gotten new titles since then because you know some of those. Well, well they're getting good. They're getting some good. of those girls like to keep those titles. All the NXT titles have been replaced tonight. It was announced earlier. To be fair, if you want to talk about cum shields, world title Ric Flair, need I say more? Well, yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, my, yeah, my thing with this is just who was stupid enough to leave this to Fran. Yeah. I mean, this is Paige, again. She threw away her career for a relationship. Did she really? Perfect. I mean, I haven't even heard that she's gotten fired. I, in fact, yeah, I, I she's going to get in trouble. As far as I know, she's still with a company, but she hasn't been on TV since she asked for a release, in quotation marks. Oh, she and she's been trying release? to get out of a well, she's been trying to get out of her contract, right? Because if she wants to... With For the, the last six months, she's been trying to get out of her contract. She ha- we haven't seen her since the brand split, at least. Well, I know she got hurt, and then she was in surgery, then she got pinched for a medical violation, then she got pinched again, and it was yeah. all... And then she asked, asked for a release, because her family went mental on Twitter saying it was uh, prescription and drugs, and it wasn't something that they should have failed for. And they're and still trying know. to make that Page movie. Which makes no fucking sense! <laughs> Yeah, that movie is the weirdest thing. Like, does this jeopardize that? Probably not, because it's a criminal thing. But at the same time, that is so weird. In everything about that, like, Paige, this girl who has walked out in the company, essentially, is just living out a contract and is refusing to work because of a relationship with an older guy who used to be on the roster and left as well, and then just randomly, out of nowhere, The Rock's like, I want to make a movie about her. And they cast, like, they've got, like, real actors. It's got, like, like, freaking the... The woman from Game of Thrones, and they got the people from the uh, Cornetto trilogy. It's like, what is going on? So, who plays the sex scene? Well, yeah, yeah, what was, uh. Ah, oh, shit. What is, uh. Shit, I can't think of the name. There was a fucking. God damn it. I can't think of that one black wrestler. <laughs> God damn it. Pick one? That sounds, that sounds really racist. Bobo, I don't care. Bobo Brazil? Uh. <laughs> no, it was uh, uh, it's not MVP. Who the fuck was it? It was uh, God damn it. Um, I'm not sure you guys with us. <laughs> Neither there am was I. A, That's why. I'm a, a black wrestler that came. That uh, it was right after this whole sex scandal thing. He said he said he wanted to play the part of Xavier Woods in the Page movie, and it was just <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh, was it JTG? Yeah, it was JTG. <laughs> it sounds like something he would say. Yeah, I think it was JTG. Yeah. Cause it, and it was just the best comment. It was like, oh, you son of a bitch. 
He's like, he's like, can I get, can, can I, how do I try out for the role of uh, Xavier Woods in the new Paige biopic? <laughs> Paige and yeah, Rio are like the Bonnie and Clyde of pro wrestling right now because they are everywhere. Just mm. and you know everywhere. what? You know what? I, I have and Paige is just she's that dumb party hard chick. Like you see old pictures of her like making out with girls, and it's like I don't even think she's like, I don't even think she's like. uh and, like, I have no problem with that. Like, I think she's, she's young. You like, can do whatever you want, right? Just don't videotape it. Yeah, and, and when <laughs> I say making out with girls... That's, that's my saying, I'm not like, saying that it's, like, a bad thing. I'm saying that it's, like, she just likes to go out and fuck. Like, she just loves anything. Thing, the only like, thing I hold against... Guy, fuck girls. She just loves yeah. to have a good time. And she <laughs> well, likes... Yeah, 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 but my thing, my thing is she could do whatever she wants. It's her life. But at the same time, she threw away her career for a relationship, and she's going to regret it down the line. And yeah, and and that's that's what I mean. That's probably how this got recorded. Is she probably does drugs? She probably fucks anything, and she and she just she does stupid things. She, I mean, and she's like, isn't she only like twenty three? Well, yeah, she was twenty one when she debuted on Raw, right? And so she was probably like fucking nineteen in this. I have said for years she, she's just a dumbass kid, and she's probably perpetually going to be one. She's, no, her, she's probably, she's probably I, like 25 now. I think she was probably 21 when she was in NXT. Something she's like that. just always... That's what she's all... And even the way she looks, she looks like a sort of... Um, what do you... Like, yeah, I always like have that scene, kind of thing. That sort of scene goth. Yeah, I, scene goth. whenever she was on... Whenever she was on TV, I'd always kind of... You could tell she had an attitude and she just she, didn't give a shit. She always sticks her tongue out and does the little... She kind of does the sort of halfway rock-on thing with her hand, you know, and it's... She kind of throws the horns, but not really. She just seems like, yeah, party on, let's fuck, and, you know, and do drugs. You just... <laughs> you just uh, totally get that vibe from her. That's just... And she's just young and dumb and wants to fuck, and that's she who she is. is. It's such a shame because... It's such a shame because she should be part of this. She she was a big part, along with Emma, who should be getting a lot better, uh, of starting this Divas Revolution, this Women's Revolution. She she was in that same class with the Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, oh, Becky. She should be with them, but she's not because of her relationship with Del Rio and because she's been stupid and young and said stupid things and done stupid things. I've never seen her wrestle good in my life. I saw her do a really cool submission move. Which she had a really, really good match with Emma in NXT. I don't, I don't remember the name of that submission move anymore. Page Turner. The, the, yeah. the Page Turner. But anyway, that was we cool. Say, we've, uh, we, we kind of covered, as I said, these guys haven't done an episode in a month. I've not been on the year, so we're kind of covering everything that's happened over the last month. So we had to... Speaking of worthless fucking whores, before, Eva before Marie... Before we go on. Oh, go ahead. I have a question. Um, regarding porn, uh, you're asking oh, the wrong yeah. person because uh, no, no, that that's that is actually it's actually regarding you. Why can't you look at porn just because you're married? It's because no. <laughs> what what the hell is up with that? Why? Yeah, if not? I want to look at something, I'll tell her to send me a selfie, and usually that's what happens. Um. <laughs> okay. Plus, it's page. I, I just, it's 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 page. It's like look. I know what else I'm going to well, see. Just, don't, just uh, make sure your phones don't get hacked. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be... I mean, yeah, really. As long as we're talking about that, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> get her to send it's you, like, an old-fashioned, like, you know, paper photo. Well, that is <laughs> Polaroid. Well, let's be honest. At this point, uh, yeah, you, he's not... I mean, he's... I'm sure the... Uh, 
all the Cypher podcast fans, all ten of them that are left, are very interested in it, but I'm, I don't think you're in as much dangerous page of getting it leaked all over the internet. Probably so. not. I, li- I like how we finally just admitted that we only have, like, ten people to listen to. <laughs> well, cause it's because we used to be consistent and entertaining, and now we're inconsistent. Oh, yeah, we're not, we're not entertaining. No, we're just not consistent. We're fucking entertaining, goddammit. <laughs> we're just assholes. We're good when we, sh- we're good when we show up. We're like, we're like uh, Shawn Michaels in late 90s. <laughs> Speaking of wasted talent yeah, that never we're, should we're, have fucking debuted. Uh, we're, okay, so we're basically like really gay and on drugs. <laughs> That's Shawn Michaels in the late 90s. Well, whatever. Sure. Did you see him at the Hall of Fame during DDP's speech? I, do you think he does not like DDP? Well, you, t- you talking like- about when he fell asleep? Yeah, he looked like he was falling asleep, and then when he was, I think he was just on like Vicodin or something. Oh, uh, what, what he was saying, he was falling asleep during the speech, and then as the as the speech went on, there was a part where you know, people were applauding, and I saw him do the most mocking golf clap in the background for something. Like he looked like he did not like DDP for some reason. I think I think Kevin Nash probably had to elbow him like eight hundred times during that just to wake him up. He was probably just Sean, wake the fuck up, Sean. We're at the Hall of Fame, and he's just like, I like, oh, want Bret Hart! <laughs> and he's fucking... Him and, uh, him and Goldberg, we'll talk about Goldberg, Jesus. Yeah, anyway, uh, speaking of wasted fucking talent, uh, Eva Marie is probably not going to be uh, renegotiating a contract, so all this fucking hype that surrounded her, that from day one I said was a bunch of fucking wasted time and money, was fucking true, because she ain't coming back. Fuck her! Get the fuck out! What happened? She just doesn't give a fuck. She she's doing outside. She, she's doing outside she projects. Got, she got suspended for drugs and then just yeah, she got suspended and back. then she was yeah, she had, like she, she it was like thirty days and then she just never came back for some reason. Yeah, she doesn't want to do it. She That's doesn't want to be a fucking wrestler. She just wants to fucking promote herself. Get the fuck out of here. She was she Please was basically Michelle wrestled. She was yeah, but they were doing who had no wrestling skill, and, and yeah, but they were doing getting... they were doing some interesting stuff with her on SmackDown before she got suspended. Yeah, I don't know why but... they, and then they used it really well uh, when they you know used it as part of the gimmick. And I thought they could have done something with it, but I, uh, I agree, I agree. I I think that she just didn't care. I think the, it's, for, a, for it's me, a shame because I think it could have gone somewhere. I think for me, I don't it's think... a chick wanting to play wrestler, and that's what I got from her, and mm. it wasn't. Heat for heat's sake, it was X-Pac heat. Like, I wanted to see her die in the ring. And I would pray to whatever god that listened, please have her die. Please. Because I can't fucking stand her. Can't fucking stand her. And she sucks. She fucking sucks in there. How do you go to developmental training and not learn fucking shit? Come on. Well, apparently, apparently she learned a lot from Brian Kendrick. Man, look where That's he's what at. She... <laughs> Ah, uh, the there's only two other bits of news that I have actually slated here, and the one that actually got around was that WWE wants to purchase "quote unquote" Ring of Honor, but maybe not the company. They just want the tape library. So, I understand why they want the tape library, considering who the fuck they have on the roster. Half their ro- half their roster these days. Yeah, same reason as they wanted to purchase TNA, because then they can stop. Guess because it was hilarious when. Um, Kurt Angle, 
Well, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, when Kurt Angle's video package was playing, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles popped up, and they were going, oh, we had, you know, talking about uh, the merits of Kurt Angle. I was like, oh, let's not mention where you two had great matches with Kurt Angle. Like, that territory in Orlando. Yeah, um, I've heard that it's not true. I heard that it is true. They just want the tape library, but they want to buy the company, but not run the company. So I don't think they're going to run them into the... I'm so fucking confused about this whole thing. This, yeah, to me, you sign a working deal with them like they've got with Evolve. Because uh, so many of WWE's top guys at this point have come from ROH. Um, that I think you... I think they have to... They, they make them kind of like ECW. Uh, although I think they've kind of got that deal going on with Gabe Spolsky and Evolve, but I, I think you do that kind of deal with them, because, let's face it, Ring of Honor is the modern-day ECW. Um, At this point, it is, because TNA, that company, just... Well, it, uh, it refuses what is, what to die. Is, what is TN, TNA the modern-day? Oh, yeah, they're not, uh, they're, they're not TNA anymore, are they? They're Impact Wrestling. It's like syphilis. I mean, just, just, just die. Seriously. Well, if- if you could compare TNA, like, if you could say, like, if you're saying WWE is this, and T- and Ring of Honor is the modern-day ECW, what is TNA? WCW D- 2000. Just yeah, WCW, if it... Imagine WCW... If it, if if it, if it was if just it, a fucking like, zombie. Well, yeah... <laughs> WCW, if it had the... If it was WCW from the mid... From the early to mid-90s, then straight to... WCW 2000, and they just stayed that. Uh, <laughs> like it's, it's WCW without the peak of ni- of ninety five through uh, two thousand uh, through uh, ninety nine. <laughs> without those years taken out, that's what TNA is. And I, I, I would laugh to myself watching the Hall of Fame because uh, when Mickey James was there, of course, she was there with her boyfriend Magnus, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Between that and all the other guys that are on the roster now, there's more TNA guys at WWE now than TNA, and the Especially- Hardys are gone too. Uh, yeah, apparently the Hardys might be showing up on WrestleMania or Raw. So. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <clears throat> but, yeah. um, uh, yeah, the fact that they gave Matt Hardy the books and said, do something, and I sat through and watched that and held my head going, what the fuck is going on? How has TNA devolved into this? When did TNA become an E-Fed? That was the last thing that they had, was because the, they had some traction with the um, Hardy Broken Universe, and they let their contracts run out. Looks like the new management has done any better than the old management. And then the whole Billy Corgan thing, and then Dixie, mm. then Dixie Carter losing ownership, but having ownership, but losing it, then giving it back to Russo, but then Jarrett coming back in, but then Jarrett... Le- like, what the fuck is going on over there? Who yeah, owns they, the fucking place? They had, a, they had the belt on uh, Drew Galloway and let his contract run out and uh, just really stupid stuff. Bobby Lashley is a heel, which makes no sense, and now Del Rio's the world champ over there. Of course he is. Yeah. But it makes no sense to me. I mean, thank I... God Cody Rhodes chose not to stick around over there. Oh, is he going from there already? <laughs> Did he, just, he was like, there just for stayed? a week and he left, and then he went to Japan and joined the Bullet Club. Wow. Wow. Only smoke and mirrors. And the last bit of news I have here um, is something that everyone's been asking me, the, the few that I talked to. Big Show was supposed to fight Shaq this year. In fact, they fucking announced it right after WrestleMania. Yeah, what the fuck? Now it's not happening. Now, I don't give a fuck because I don't really care much for Shaq. I don't see where a fucking celebrity brings anything to WrestleMania because I see Wrestle in it. So, 
so this is Big Show's last WrestleMania, and the match that they had been proposing for the last six or seven months isn't going to happen because Shaq doesn't want to play ball. Aha! Ha! So, play ball. What the fuck, dude? I mean, how much... Well, you know, Big Show, like, getting... Isn't Big Show, like, super shredded now as well? Like, yeah, he's, he's got, like, like a nine-pack. And he's not on the card for WrestleMania. He's no, he's, the he's in the Andre. Yeah. Um, you know oh, he's in the Andre. He's in the Andre. Oh, he, he's going to be the... How How can they get him out? He's not, never loses Battle Royals except every Battle Royal ever. Yeah, especially on Raw, where it counted but didn't. Uh, you, know what's, uh, you know what's funny, though? Um, not even... A week ago, after Jim Ross's wife died, um, which R.I.P. by the way, Big Show made um, a, he was interviewed and he said, you know, uh, we're all praying for for oh okay, I guess she wasn't dead yet. She was like, hey, look, we're all praying for Jim Ross. And he also said some. He also apparently said, hey, Shaq, you mother. He was like talking shit about his WrestleMania opponent. So it's like apparently he still thought he was fighting Shaq just a week ago. So what the fuck? Maybe <laughs> he thinks he's gonna get it at SummerSlam or something. I don't know. I, what the fuck? Yeah, I I, I didn't um, hear about Jill's wife. I've kind of honestly I've kind of been out of touch. I mean, I've been keeping up with what's going on via like YouTube and news feeds, but I haven't really been heavily into the news and that kind well, of thing. So I didn't know about the that. World champion, but wait till we get well I know well I know that. I, I watched them I've been watching the pay per views and I've been watching the big segments of Royal SmackDown, but I haven't watched a full episode since Samoa Joe debuted. Why the hell aren't you watching SmackDown? It's a good show. I know it is. I know it is. Until I, Randy Orton have... shows up and it becomes fucking fantasy. What is going on over there? We'll get to that. <laughs> I, did you hear the rumor? Oh my god! Speaking of that random tangent, did you hear? Did, the did you not like the fucking segment where he burned down the house? You son of a bitch! Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. Um, did you not hear the the whole thing they were talking about? Oh, where Shawn Michaels apparently was offered the match with AJ at WrestleMania. At that point, I was like, I I, I should apply to win the fucking lottery. <laughs> like seriously, I was like. How is just this bizarre world where mine and JJ's all this stuff that we did years ago on the random fantasy shows and all this stuff is happening and that's my saddest thing and I said I said this on Twitter the other day is like in a lot of ways WWE right now is everything I've ever wanted I've got AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Austin Aries and all these guys that you know it was in my fucking fantasy universe that those guys would be on the WWE roster they're on the WWE roster doing what I want them to do but it, I just I've lost an interest, and I don't know whether that. It, and I feel like that about WrestleMania, where they have such a great roster right now, but they just the card itself is. Ugh. I don't mind the <laughs> card per se, and I was kind of feeling the same way because Mania used to be. I can't wait to see Mania. For me, it's kind of I forgot that Mania was happening until Monday. Like, yeah, like I thought I WrestleMania was later in April, and it was like it's this Sunday. It is. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't yeah, think exactly. it has enough. Pump. Let's. I mean, let's face it. On Raw, there's only one real main storyline, and it isn't the world title. On SmackDown, there's only one real storyline, and it isn't the world title. What do you well, say? Well, I, I hate to say it. I mean, well, like I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, it's WrestleMania every year, but this year I'm like, you know, you've got all these guys. And I'm sure it's going to be a great show, but. With that roster that they have, you could have put together such a better card. 
I mean, AJ and Cena especially, for the matches that they had in, like, Royal Rumble, those two have been criminally misused on this card. Like, I know the Total Bellas thing, and I know, you know, Shane McMahon is a big profile, I guess. I just feel like after them stealing Royal Rumble, AJ Styles and John Cena should not be in the matches that they're in for this show. There are so many better opponents on that roster for Let me tell you, if Miz wins, I'll be fine. I'll be absolutely fucking fine. I'll I've be enjoyed fine with that. The whole I've, been, I've been following up. I've been following the build-up. I'm enjoying um, the whole shoot angle of it, where they're really just, like, going out. It's kind of like what Sierra the Rock did, where they're just going out and half-shooting it and just saying real comments to each other. And that's all been great fun. Um, but, again, as a match, who cares? Like, the build-up's been fun. The real story with Miz was was Brian, but they can't have that match, so it switched to Cena. I I think the the problem, and I've turned completely on Cena, like I am an anti Cenaite, and I think what well, it was, I am the opposite. <laughs> which is weird because a couple years ago it was the other way around. I think yeah. what the problem is, I've heard the same promo from Cena for the last ten years, and I'm just now realizing it. When he went in to face AJ Styles at the Rumble, he cut a promo and said, you're not even worth fucking shit. And then he wins, and I go, well, this is exactly what everyone complains about, that he fucking buries all this goddamn talent. Verbally. Yeah, but I was... It's kind of, all right, we get it, you're Cena, get the fuck over it. It, But in my mind, I was... Yeah, but in my mind, I was like, well, yeah, but he did put him over... At SummerSlam and No Mercy first, you know. But he always has and to get that. He always has to get that dig in. Well, if you didn't break my eye, or you know, you got lucky, or you know I I lost. It's so yeah. He did on on Talking Smack. He did make a bunch of excuses as to why AJ won. Yeah, it's like it was kind lost. of bullshit. And that's yeah. been my problem with Cena this last year. Is it's been he's gone for six months, comes back, wins the title, drops it, gives it to Bray, yeah. but then it's just. Also, AJ has been the only guy that has been able to really get his number. I mean, generally, Cena beats them back twice, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, he did put Bray over, you know? I mean, we'll see what happens tomorrow, obviously, whether that's transitional or not. But um, I, my thing with it is, is I, I, from a character standpoint, yes, it's like, oh, here he comes... Uh, I'm the best, I'm the sun good bearer, you know, you're not worth being in my shadow, and I'm always going to be here now, I'm going to off and going to do this movie, and yeah, I get all that. That's what I don't fucking like, though, is that he gets to say shit nobody else gets to say. Well, I well yeah. He clearly, gets to, he clearly gets to shoot on a level that nobody else gets to shoot. Miz, Miz is going to shoot on a level. Miz started it, let's be honest, with that stuff. Miz yeah, did but, start I mean, it, but he's a heel. He is the Ted DiBiase of this era. Dare yeah, I say I, that. I, I, yeah, not only I say I've seen his character, yes, but at the same time he's been having such great matches and he's been putting over guys like AJ and Bray that I appreciate him more now, uh, if that makes sense. Whereas somebody like Reigns is in the position Cena was in ten years ago. I think uh, the thing is he can cut an amazing promo, but then but there's no meat on the bone for Miz to go to Mania. Beat you like a runaway slave. Yeah. So well, like I mean, it, it, they've made they've made something out of it, and I think honestly, this the Miz was dead a year ago. I mean, as a, a, he, 
Ever since uh, WrestleMania 27, where these two faced at WrestleMania last time, The Miz has been flatlined. He was dead. He was nothing really happened with him. I think and Miz was doing good a year ago. He just wasn't doing amazing. No, he had already picked up the Johnny Cage personality, but he hadn't become this fucking uh, yeah. amazing character until he just went off on Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it was it was since the brand, since the brand split and since he really resurrected and brought back the prestige of the Intercontinental Title uh, that was um, the, one of the best runs of his career. Uh, and it is continuing, and I hope it doesn't come to an end on Sunday. And last night at the Hall of Fame, if you can get people to cheer for The Miz, you know you're doing something. So. Yeah, that was weird, because normally he, nobody <laughs> fucking cheers for him. Nobody, yeah. nobody fucking cheers for Miz. Watch there be but a double turn. I'm waiting I'm, for a double I turn. I don't know if that's, if that's a good thing, because I like the fact that he's one of the only heels that actually gets booed. I, I saw this earlier. Somebody said, "Imagine if that was the long-awaited John Cena heel turn." Was it happened? He like didn't propose to Nikki or something, and that's how he turns heel. <laughs> or, or like I don't know, fucking hits her with an Nikki, AA. Nikki, Nikki <laughs> pr- proposes to him, and he says no. Yeah, that's, that's, the thing. that's the other fucking thing that pissed me off. I almost threw my fucking phone. It's I saw something on Bleacher Report or something. WWE has plans for John Cena to propose to Nikki Bella, and I says, "I wonder if she knows." And if she doesn't know, oops. <laughs> yeah. It's like, for real, this is an actual fucking thing. This is going to be part of the fucking... This, this is for real. I, I mean, come on. Really? I don't give a fuck about their relationship. In fact, I don't think John Cena gives a fuck about their relationship, because let's face it, he doesn't want to get married. He doesn't want fucking kids. Leave him the fuck alone. And it does make me. It does make me laugh when uh, Cena on SmackDown last week. He was like, "Oh, your your wife only got a job because of you, Miz." I was like, "Um, Cena." <laughs> like about uh, everything John Cena said, and that was bullshit. And the the thing I mentioned this earlier about the shoot promos he says is that he always gets to have the last word. Yeah, and the other guy always has to just stand there and look like a dumbass, and they as don't it, get to as, say he gets, as he gets put down and told he's nothing. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, like AJ, that are, like AJ had to do the same thing. The only person who ever got to say anything, who who got to stand their ground, was like The Rock, but that's a special case. Or Punk because Punk, yeah, Punk because he didn't give a shit. Was the only other guy because he was the only guy who would like not take that like even if it was in the script you know punk would just fire back on him because he doesn't give a shit and, and you can't tell me that these that and, and i wouldn't say it's just because punk was good enough on the mic because i think aj styles could have fucking tore yeah him. it's just it's just he just hasn't got the it's clout just, or the, it's just yeah. clearly it's clearly that aj is like you know what i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do that i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go along with this and it's like man that's bullshit because i tell you what if i was if i was standing where he like Daniel Bryan brought this up. Daniel Bryan brought this up on Talking Smack. He's like, if I don't care who you are, if if John Cena or anyone was talking, was saying what he was saying to my wife, I would punch him in the mouth. It doesn't matter what if he was ta- saying the things he was saying to my wife, I would punch him in the mouth. And he's like, he was because John Cena was sitting there burying fucking Maurice. And Brian said that about Cena. There. Yeah, yeah, he said it, and and he wasn't saying, and he wasn't. Are they like practically brothers-in-law at this point? Wow, well, he wasn't. He wasn't putting down Cena. He wasn't. He was saying. 
He was actually talking shit about Miz, saying Miz should have done something. Right. He was saying Miz was being a pussy by not sticking up to Sammy. Well, yeah, well, that's his character. And, uh, at least, uh, again, at least, I, that's the thing, at least with Miz, that's his character, as opposed to AJ, where it just felt like he just had to shut up and let Cena get him back. But, but, Miz, but the thing is, is Brian brings up a good point, is that John Cena was putting down a fucking woman, and, mm. and fucking Miz has to just stand there. And take yeah. it. That's been and I do, and I for do. 10 years. That he always yeah. puts down his opponents, and it's like, you know, they do have a be a star thing, right? I mean, some of these digs are pretty fucking Well, low. yeah, but it, but the guys always start it by saying, you know, the usual things against Cena. And they start it, but then Cena always ends it. That's they're, kind of the whole thing. It, I'm, not, I'm not expecting Cena to be a nice guy. I'm, I'm really not. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I kind of am because he's a face. I, I mean, I expect... F- him to come back. I expect him to have insults, but at the same time, I kind of expect the other guy to have a comeback. If he was like in a lot of Cena's feuds, it's like they get to shoot him, but then Cena gets to like nuclear bomb them back sometimes. Yeah, Cena. Cena always gets the upper hand in the end, and it's just it just seems lopsided. And I also, again, yeah, going back to SmackDown, up. it was a little. I, I say I think it was a little hypocritical. Uh, the stuff he was saying about Maurice, because it's like um, Nikki Bella wasn't much of anything the first run. She only became the Bellas only became anything after they started dating you and Brian. Yeah, the Bellas Bellas literally just stopped working there. (laughs) Yeah, they they (laughs) left. They disappeared after WrestleMania 28. They They were unemployed. And then they came came back, and they were top of the women's division as soon as they started dating Brian and Cena. Not to to say politics, but, you know, politics. Again, my problem with him started when he was doing the Royal Rumble match with AJ, and the promo was, yeah, you traveled the world, you won multiple titles. You were built for that. I was built for this. It's like, John, you just insulted the whole fucking roster. Like, all of them. Uh, John Cena, you just insulted the whole world. I mean, he basically (laughs) said Joe and Balor and Zayn and uh, Wyatt and all of them, fucking all of them that worked the indie scene are fucking worthless. It's like, damn, John. How the fuck do you do that? And that's your your poster boy, someone that says the indies, regardless of how big or small it is, is worthless? That right there pissed me off, and I said, fuck him. That's bullshit. I mean, I know WWE is the the major leagues, but you don't fucking discredit someone's work. I mean, to go to 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 Samoa Joe... If John Cena Cena was a heel, this would all be fucking fabulous. Yeah, but he's This would all be fucking fabulous work. It's like, it wouldn't I dare be, you to go like, to Samoa Joe and say your 12 years in TNA was worthless and pointless. He'd fucking kill you. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? Well, I mean, my, my thing with it is that I, I, I just... I hope that in the end... Uh, it, I mean, there's some... In some of this... It's kind of like Vince's WWE versus Triple H's WWE a lot at the moment. Like, Triple H's WWE is becoming more and more influential, but at the same time, Vince is still, you know, he's still got his Roman Reigns and his John Cena, you know? Man, I don't trust either one of those motherfuckers. I mean, everybody wants to put it all on Vince. I don't fucking trust Triple H. I don't trust that asshole. I trust him complicitly. Well, my thing is, Triple H, obviously, you know, in the past has been, you know, the 
barrier and all that kind of stuff, but he's done a lot of terrible things. But what he's done for women's wrestling, what he's done for um, and he's bringing... put young people over. It's not like he's yeah. burying the talent; he's letting the young guys win. Unless you're Dean Ambrose, he's fixed just. Just put it, he fixed the Hall of Fame by making all the people who should be in there be in there. They, there's none of them left. Like, five years ago, there was a handful of people who should be in the Hall of Fame that weren't, and now they've all gone in. The Hall of Fame is now completely legitimate, without, even though they don't refuse to put hope in the fucking video packages now. Um, but, you know, give that a year or so, and he'll be back. Um... And he, he's revolutionised the developmental scene. He's made it so that we can have an AJ Styles and a Samoa Joe and a Sami Zayn and those guys being who they are on the main roster. It, you know what? What he's done for women, what he's done for cruiser. Well, I think stuff. I think I think he's a great like guy for wrestling, and I think he's a great businessman. I'm just saying, I still don't trust him as a politician backstage. Oh no! I mean, yeah, he's he's a big part of the whole thing with Stephanie. Of we'll talk about it with the Hall of Fame of oh, let's do charitable stuff to look good. And it's more. I, I have a horrible feeling that it's more to do with making the company look good than it is actually, you know, out of kindness. Sometimes I'm just saying, you know, when certain people get pushed and certain people get pushed down, I, I think you know. Not all blame falls on Vince. I think sometimes Triple H is probably to blame too. Hey, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure the bottom dollar is you know. I know everyone hates Roman, but when he's on the screen, the rates go up. I'm sure that has a lot to do to it too. I mean, yeah. So I can't put blame on Vince or Triple H. You got to put blame on. I don't want to say the ratings, but it was just announced that Roman Reigns outsold all the merchandise since Monday. I call bullshit, but. It's like wow! So he turned heel, and his merchandise sells out, huh? Has he has he turned heel though, or is it just that he's against Taker? I, I, think I read there's a lot of people, and I've been reading about this. People are turning against Taker now, like they're done with him. And well, I think it's, it's it's because well, no, okay. Let me let me let me put it like this. They mentioned he's like, the, he's like the Terry Funk of WWE now. It's like just retire and go away. And that's yeah, like smarts, really smarts have turned against him. Your average fans have not, which are the most of them. Most people love Taker. Um, the smart fans, the smart fans, whatever you want to call them, snarky fans. There is. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe a one second. Just based on the crowd reactions, based on how just the internet is a general, I don't bet for one second that anybody is rooting for Roman Reigns to be Undertaker at all. Did you, did you hear the reaction when he tossed that Undertaker at Royal Rumble? Of course there I was, did. There was bullshit chance. Well, uh, but to be I mean, fair, I'm just saying, but to just, be I'm fair, just saying, Carl, I, I've seen them with my own eyes. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a segment of the fans who, who are like that, but I guarantee right now, if Roman Reigns beats Taker tomorrow night, the booze will rock that stadium. Do you mean the booze will rain over WrestleMania? Uh-huh. Um, do you mean honestly the the rivalry is about being eliminated in the Royal Rumble? I mean that's kind of yeah. Really, ta- really, really even, Taker. I mean, I mean, he hasn't even brought up. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's not that he eliminated him. It's that he was like, "Oh, it's my yard now, bitch." It's a fucking. It's a. Pop- it's the way. It's the way he he, he handled it. If he'd just it, been like, you know, oh, I'm gra- I'm grateful that Taker, I I face one of the best and I beat the best. You know, it's more a case of respect, I think, which is. I part. am. I am big dog. You are 
bigger dog, this my yard now. Yeah, he's, the fact that he's been a disrespectful punk is the whole storyline. But I think that's what we wanted. I think we wanted to see Roman kind of have that swagger and that confidence versus the oh yeah, I, I, Superman I, punch I, your ass because that gets old yeah. fast. I'm glad Reigns has gone away from the seniorish stuff, and now he's just a badass who kills people. And I, I that's the Roman Reigns that got over in the first place. That's the Roman Reigns that we all liked in the Shield. Um, but I think, unfortunately, I think the damage to Reigns is irreversible in terms of perception with the smarks i think he uh has a lot because of the way wb pushed him because of wb's reluctance to ever you know take him down a peg then rebuild him back up or turn him heel and do a rock kind of thing because of wb just refusing to give in to the fans booing him i think reigns will never ever be cheered um by the majority of the hardcore fans. I don't think that damage is repairable. Um, even even Cena has been able to do it to an extent, but even then he gets booed at the Hall of Fame last last night, you know. Cena still hasn't been able to recover from that in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's... It, yeah, it's, it's Roman. <sighs> that was a hell of a tangent. And <laughs> this all started with Cena! <laughs> Yeah, I was just saying. I just, think that, I, I, I just think that Reigns is best thing, and I've said this for years. But they're not going to do it because WWE these days are more boring about merchandise sales and stocks and all that kind of stuff. The best thing they could have ever done for Reigns is to basically do what they did with his uh, stringent, tangent, uh, very loose family member, The Rock. I think that was should have been the best thing for him. Is change your plans. Turn him heel, have him have a good heel run, and then he becomes an even bigger face down the road. That's common sense, but they didn't do it because you know, gotta sell those t-shirts. So. Do you watch the the show? What is it on the mat or off the mic or the one that they do with like? Bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. I watched it. Yeah, that's a weird show. It's an awesome. Let, it's like, an awesome show. Where though. they just let them? Where they just let them shoot? He, yeah, uh, the yeah. guy, the bald, I can't think of his fucking name, the bald Peter one. Peter Rosenberg. Peter Rosenberg. He pointed out a hell of a fact. He said, do you remember the shield when that happened? It wasn't Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose. We were cheering for Roman Reigns. And then we got behind Roman Reigns. And the minute WWE said, we should get behind Roman Reigns, everyone soured on him. Yeah. And they said, he just called everybody out. <laughs> just, I think it was, yeah, he's got... It's got a good point, but another point of it is was that was when he was started to get written like Cena, where he gets hit by ten finishers, gets up, hits one finisher, and wins. And that, I, and the and he also started doing the comedy promos. You know, it again, it's just like Cena. It's everything to do with the booking. You, the, my thing with guys when they become main eventers is don't lose the thing that got you over in the first place. Steve Austin didn't. The Rock didn't. Don't. Yeah. To be fair. How many fucking finishers does Undertaker get hit by and fucking kick out? I mean... Yeah, that's that's true. Um, but, I mean, at, the, at this point, everybody kicks out of everything, so... But uh, but Reigns, especially, it's if you watch a Reigns match, it, it's... Always yes, he does, he does kick it's out enormous amounts of finishers. It, it, in every other match, but even Cena now, they'll hit the even amount of finishes, and like if Cena wins, he'll hit like a super version of that'll be it kind of thing. With the Reigns, he'll get hit by three finishers, he'll kick out, he'll hit one of his finishes and win. 
And that's what people have a problem with, I think. I will say at least, if even if Reigns gets hit with ten finishers, he at least sells it. Cena just pretends it never happened. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll get hit in the ribs all fucking night and he's waving his arms in the air. At least with Roman, he keeps his arms down. He's like, yeah, I'm not lifting my arm. It's like... Yeah, I, I, I'm not down on Roman Reigns as much as most people. I think he has. he's had great matches for the past two years. He's had some really, really good matches um, with great opponents. I just think if they had slow-built him a bit more, they could have avoided all of this. If they had had him go for the you know the IC title, the US title first, instead of, pushing him right, instead of pushing him right to the main event, you know? I think it's The Rock's fault. I think the minute The Rock showed up, it was like, well, he's winning. Well... Yeah, I mean, I mean that was kind of a band aid though when Rock showed up. But he, the tide had already turned, you know. That Rock, Rock was the police chair. This guy, look, you like the Rock? He's raising his hand. <laughs> the people are like, no, fuck you. Yeah, and then no, we have people you. to boo the Rock. We we fucking hate the Rock now too. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that that, and that was a year after the whole thing happened where they were cheering him against Batista. It was such a weird. You know how much difference a year makes. Fucking fans, man, they're just fickle as shit. Maybe part of the problem with the product is wrestling sucks. That's not the wrestling (laughs) that sucks. I think it's the fans that suck because they just they don't know what. Yeah, I've got. uh, I mean, Raw. I you know, as I say, I haven't watched the episode in a while, but I saw enough clips to know there was a lot of CM Punk chants on Monday. Jesus Christ, he's been gone for four years. Shut the fuck up. And I love how Stephanie and Trips are like, yeah, he ain't here either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just the the this is awesome chant after a plunger or one kick out the what chance the the uh, ten <laughs> chance for every second count just that the fans that I used to really enjoy watching they annoy the shit out of me now because they, they just take over the show and ruin the show it's like stop chanting this is awesome they've done two moves well it's like it's a joke. Jokes are good when they're done sparingly. When you do the joke over and over, it's not funny anymore. Yeah, so, like, the this, is, the, the this Is Awesome chant was great when it was for the fucking five-star classics. Now they chant it to the average two-star match if, after they've done a couple of moves. You're like, Jesus, shut up! Uh, and the ten thing where it now ruins the referee's ten count, just shut the fuck up. You can, you That's can, Dillinger's fault. You could easily yeah. just... I mean, I think... They should just have Jericho personally just slap every audience member, every every fucking match, every yeah, every well, fucking remember show. What happened, remember what happened when he did it the last time when he pushed that woman in the face? It didn't. It didn't well. Fucker, who's still wrestling? I mean, because I guarantee you, he would do it because he fucking hates he fucking hates fans. He does. Well, I mean, he does. He loves the fans, but I mean, he's just mentioned how in in the past how some of the fans piss him off sometimes because the fans are assholes. They're they're. They're absolute just fucking assholes. You know they want to take over the show, and it's like, well, we we we're we're gonna start cheering for Mojo Rawley. Why? Last week you didn't care for him. You know, just just, just saying. And poor Ziggler, he's just a guy playing a heel. Yeah, yeah. What what is he doing? Is he in the Battle Royal? I think so, but he's just he's just a heel now, and I can't boo him because he's Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was hilarious at the Hall of Fame when they cut to all the women and then there was just Ziggler sat there in the amongst them all. Well, he's dating. Yeah, you, uh, he's dating uh, all of them. All, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
He's just dating all of the He women. gets the Rick Rude Award. He just fucks them all. <laughs> no, Alexa Bliss. He's dating Alexa Bliss. Is he? Oh, good. Yeah. Ready? Man, that's that's a, that's a world class couple right there. Shit. <laughs> everybody, yeah. everybody look good in that couple. They gonna have some good looking kids. Yeah. <laughs> How many bottles of platinum bleach have they got in their bathroom? Jesus Christ. I, I don't know. Uh, why don't we get into Monday Night Raw? Now it opens up weird because you have Taker's you know things going. You know, I go well. I guess Taker's gonna be here tonight. And Cole was like, oh, we saw a graveyard. No, you saw Taker's Titan drum. Like, what? I think <laughs> he's digging up. him a yard. No, he's digging the way, a grave, you idiot. By the way, when did, I, I noticed this only a couple of months ago. When did we get rid of Titan drums? Long time uh, ago. That was, a, yeah, at least a year ago now. Yeah, I mean, they'll have them on, like, the um, the middle thing. Like, the the middle video thing. They'll yeah, still they're, have on the, uh, they're on the... The big Tron in the center of the arena. Yeah, like, above the uh, ring. On the actual Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll just have their name, like what they'd have on like the lower wall bit now. Yeah, Undertaker only has a floating moon now. That yeah, it's just travels across. Just lazy as fuck, isn't it? Like it's just so we can't be bothered to edit a new video for everybody. So no. <laughs> so, so no. It opens up with Bailey coming down to the ring, and all right, look. <sighs> I don't care for Bailey. It's not a fucking. I'm a pro heel person. Her promos just are so fucking wooden. They float. She should be. I mean, she's the faciest fin- face that ever faced in the yeah, face of they're faces. Finally, they're finally doing. Um, they're finally doing stuff with her, so I appreciate that. And she's a great wrestler. And that. To me, she should be the um, not boo John Cena. Is how she should be booked. Yeah, it's just. WrestleMania season's coming, and and when we were kids, we'd save up money and we'd order WrestleMania. And now this year, I'm going to WrestleMania. It's like the fuck. Yeah, but that's a character that you know, very white. Well, please, God, will someone fuck me? I'm so homely looking. No, <laughs> yet, Bailey. <laughs> Bailey, I would absolutely fuck you though. She's the uh, female. She's the female. Brian, in a lot of ways, and I and I respect that, but even her ring work has kind of suffered a little bit, and I don't think it's yeah. I, I mean, I've had I don't that know problem. What it is. Lot, I've had that problem with a lot of the NXT women since they got called up. I like them, but I don't think their matches on the main roster have been anywhere near the quality of the matches they had in NXT, and I don't know why that is. They've just been sloppier, especially okay. Charlotte. Oh, did yes you see no. Bring it I to mean, the. Did you see on fucking bring it to the table? Fucking JBL and and um. Uh, they admitted SmackDown had the better roster. Which let's face it, they well, do. They, they admitted they made it that Smack the SmackDown women were better. They're like fuck Raw women. They suck. Well, the no, same four the Raw the Raw is the the Raw women are more talented in the ring. That's exactly lot, what they said. Of them, but they, but the SmackDown women are being booked better. They said, "They said, look, we got better athletes on Raw, but fuck Raw, okay? That's exactly yeah, yeah. what they said. They, the Raw women are the better wrestlers, but SmackDown's women are being used better as characters. I think. By the way, I got. I need. I need to mention this real quick. Speaking of Bailey, I had a. I had a. A she lewd. Has a, she has a I had a. Too? I had a slightly lewd, sexualized dream about her. It was nice. That's wonderful. I thought uh, the 
all women, of all the women, I would not fantasize about Bailey. I mean, uh, it was hey, you know what? I I I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> she's she's good. I'm she's good looking compl- at all, but Bailey she looks like she's twelve. I, I, I it's not like I fucking choose it. It's uh, chosen. It just happened. And let me I just say this: there's one thing that bothered me on Raw. She comes down in the ring, and everyone has their hands up for a hug. She only hugs children. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the only one that's a little freaked out about that. If I dress up as a child, will she... Yeah, well, me? she's a girl, so it's fine. Yeah. If it was a guy, it'd be a whole different thing. That is true. So then Charlotte comes out, and she cuts her typical promo, and we, we kind of believe it, but then... I am Charlotte, and I'm Charlotte in weird ways, because this is how I talk! But she's a heel, it works! You know? Yeah, I, 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 I said a long time ago on this show that I think Charlotte should just be the female Ric Flair, and she just has basically become the female Ric Flair, and I'm enjoying her a lot. Her ring work is good, but occasionally very sloppy, but her character work, she's very good. Yeah. Very charismatic she on the mic. She has mastered the backflip off of things. Oh, yeah. Then we have Sasha Banks, who goes, Hey, y'all, remember me? I'm her bestie. Not really, but I am, and I'm not going to turn my back on her. I'm going to just defeat her at WrestleMania. Then Nia Jax comes out and says, all, you know, I am the Rock's cousin. I mean... Yeah, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> it's like... And what pisses me off is she's the only female they announced the weight of. It's like, how fucking mean are you people? <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Even Awesome Kong well, didn't know, get that kind of treatment. It's it's because all the other fucking girls weigh like a fucking ham sandwich. They're like, I mean, that's just all they weigh. Yeah, but like they're like coming meat. down the aisle at 168 pounds. Yeah, like, so, oh, come like, on. You know Christ. she weighs like fucking 5 million pounds. Don't even give me that shit. It's come like, on. Is it because she's black and fat? I mean, is that what it is? She ain't, mean, she's Samoan. She ain't black. Well, come depends, on. depends upon what side of the bed she wakes up on. So the women fight and... Sasha is black. We're going to do this right. Come on. She black. But Sasha. I, I hope, I hope, the fact that they're calling out here makes me think it's not going to happen, but I hope that Sasha turns on Bailey eventually. Oh, it's going to happen. Because Sa- Sasha needs a fresh, she was a much better heel in NXT. Her character, everything about Sasha Banks' character is better as a heel, uh, and she is a better yeah, heel. Yeah, she's, she's a, um, what, what's the word, she's a snarky little fucking bitch. Yeah, she's, she's. She's, you know, the sort of Snoop Doggy kind of modern. Yeah, she male. likes to fucking mock people and be like, "Yo, I'm the boss. Look at me." Yeah, yeah. Like she's like, I got all this fucking yeah. bling. I can bleach your ass with it. Yeah, the bling show off. I'm the, except I'm, the, I'm only like I'm, five I'm the, and fucking. I'm the sexy gangster. Yeah, I'm the sexy gangster girl bling thing. That yeah. doesn't. Re- I'm the boss. Doesn't really work as a face, and I never thought it did. So I. I just in terms of I need, Sasha needs freshening up a lot. And at the same time, so we can never have her versus Charlotte ever again. Because, <laughs> god damn. What if Charlotte turns face again, though? Because she was face originally. Nah, she can't turn face. She, she's the quintessential healer. Raw point. needs more women like now because they're not doing anything with Dana Brooke. We don't know where the fuck Emma is. And, well, like, this is all we yeah, have. Yeah, how about... How about that with Emma? Jesus Christ. What the fuck was the point of any of that? Well, I applaud her for not wanting to do that gimmick, because that gimmick sucked. Uh, But I heard she's going to SmackDown, and I go, no, we need more women on Raw, because it's the same four fucking people. Well, I don't don't fucking blame her for not wanting to go to Raw, though. I mean... I can't believe Corey Graves actually... That's... I'm... Corey Graves... Alex, you're... you're, I think you're moving your uh, mic. thinking about Bailey again. Oh. <laughs> no, um, what? Yeah, no, we can just say as you move your mic. Um, 
Corey Graves, I'm learning a lot of respect for, because on that talk, he takes it to the table, he just says whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, he's going to get in a lot, he's eventually going to get in a lot of trouble doing it, but, you know, the power comment? To... Yeah, no, the one... Well, that... he made that on, he made that on Raw, but he yeah, brought no, it up on, on bringing... No, 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 that, that, one, that one was fine. The, the, uh, it's the fact he actually said what we just said. Corey Graves, the, one of the announcers of Raw said, I'm sick of the same four women fighting each other all the time on Raw. So, yeah, wow. I, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. He's fucking. He also mentioned, and he he well he mentioned this on the last bring it to the table that he got in trouble for a previous comment he made on a previous bring it to yeah, the table about Shane about Shane and AJ. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said this match doesn't do shit for me because Shane can't fucking wrestle. <laughs> yeah, AJ's yeah. like the best wrestler in the world, and Shane sucks dick. <laughs> No, no, I agree with basically what he. I agree with basically what he said, which Shot. was Shane is Shane is a great performer in a gimmick match, but AJ Styles deserves a lot better. Oh, absolutely! And he said he talked to Shane about it. Yes, I, I I ran into Shane recently, and we talked, and I prefer not to talk about what we talked about, and that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay, so they had some words. I bet Corey Graves got the shit smacked out of him by Shane. I bet Shane just fucking punched him in the face. Or he gave him that Vince McMahon look like, don't do it again. Uh, we had a match between the four of them. The faces win, and it's so fucking transparent that Sasha is stabbing Bailey right in the dick at Mania. I mean, come on. It's gonna happen. Uh, I, I, to be honest, just because it's doing to be and they don't like to be predictable, I would expect it to maybe happen on Raw instead. Maybe. Uh, we then get a, a thing with Sami Zayn going, you know, Mick Foley's gone, and I gotta honor his memory. Uh, he didn't die, Sammy, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I don't wish. That's really God fucked damn, up. You know, this is one of the main reasons I don't watch Raw anymore. God damn, Stephanie. Fuck off. And, and he's all, I'm gonna enter myself in the in the gimmick battle royal. And she goes, no, you're not. You're gonna have to earn it. And you're gonna fight Kevin Owens, and if you lose, you're fired. And I said, wait a minute, didn't they do this at the Royal Rumble? He had to earn his fucking spot to get in the... Is this yeah. the same fucking... What the hell? What I is the problem about, with Sami Zayn? That was more about... Sammy, uh, your fucking Stephanie just hates Sami Zayn. Remember, she straight up said, not only do I hate you, Sammy, but I hate your shitty ska music. <laughs> I hate your fucking entrance theme. It drives me insane. I wish you were dead. Do you know what drives me insane? Stephanie McMahon burying the entire roster. Oh yeah, just I fucking stop hate Stop cutting I, I everybody's balls off. Just I, don't get me wrong, I also love Stephanie, but I fucking hate her. Yeah, I, I think I, she I is one of the best it. heels ever, and I also want to punch her in the face. Because at but least you're also afraid she might hit back. And <laughs> no, I'm not. I think and... I, I think I could <laughs> take Stephanie. I I would straight up domestically abuse her. <laughs> at least Vince, at least Vince and Shane and Triple H could get their rep their rep yeah, what's the word? They can get payback done to them. Stephanie like, can't. Unless she's yeah, I don't women. think any. I don't think anybody would feel bad if Stephanie got punched in the face. But I even then, she puts would. down. But even then, she puts down the women, and they never get their payback. Like, yeah, it makes that's, sense that, that's exactly what I mean. Like, like Sasha any, Bank. Like, how has she not been beat up by Sasha at this point? You know, anybody could punch her. Woman, man, dog. It doesn't even. It doesn't matter. Anybody could smack her in the face. Nobody would care. Fucking. I mean, Gandhi would be okay with it. I'm at this point. Uh, we have a cruiserweight match. It's Austin Aries versus Noam Dar with Alicia Fox, who's also supposed to be a wrestler, but she doesn't wrestle anymore because fuck it. 
Um, again, fun match with Aries. They're hyping up their match because it's going to be the king of the cruiserweights versus Austin Aries, and that's going to be on the pre-show. The which, king of the cruiserweights. Which, by the way, Neville, heel, fucking brilliant. Uh, Gold. Still can't Gold. understand him, but <laughs> fucking brilliant. He's the king of the cruiserweights because there's fucking Americans. They can't, they can't stand his, his fucking goblin face with his fucking elf ears and his fucking ugly Scottish fucking uh, British face or whatever the fuck, he, wherever the fuck he's from. His fucking legless fucking looking Lord of the Rings face. You fucking basket weaving fucking skirt wearing little cunt. He is he is amazing as a heater. <laughs> yes. Um, um, we had Triple H and Seth Rollins have an awesome promo, um, having to sign the hold harmless agreement, and they only said that seventeen fucking times. I counted, and great heel work by Triple H, saying I hate it when millionaires become millionaires and everyone turns on them, but they gotta be fucking broke as shit before people cheer them. And he's all good boy, Seth. Sit down like a good dog. Uh. Just all that shit. Uh, Seth Rollins is going to fuck him up. Triple H is going to fuck him up even worse. The match is signed. They have a scuffle. Cool. I'm interested in the match. Um, I liked the video package. But that you know was a badass been, video package. You know what would have been funny? And I think I would have even marked out for this. If Seth didn't sit down, Triple H would have been, fuck it, no match. And just walked away. Well, he started to. No, I mean, legitimately, then... no, fuck it, I'm done. I told you to sit, you didn't sit, fuck it, I'm done with the shit. I ain't bending to the will of you motherfuckers. Yeah, well, you know what's funny, though, is, like, they had a video package ready. I mean, I like the video package, well, they, they it's were like, ready. oh, gee! It's like, wow, it's like they knew he was gonna sign. Look at this a fucking amazing five-minute video package with Metallica music that they had ready. Wow! Yeah! And it's perfectly edited and everything. <laughs> it's got all this really cool fucking footage of, of like... Triple H sitting on his skull throne in a suit and then flashing and then all of a sudden he's in his <laughs> his speedo with his fucking skull mask on and, with his hammer and then he's back in his clothes again. It's a really cool fucking thing. I mean, I fucking took pictures. It's like, dude, this is amazing. This is a fucking amazing video. And and then and what? then it's like, wait a second. How the fuck did they know? What the fuck? <laughs> How did they know this no. was going to happen? What if he said no? What if he was like, dude, my knee is so broken that if I fucking walk on it, it will explode and shoot across the room. And poke out your eyeball. Yeah. Uh, Over the top rope challenge. Big Show versus everybody, but he gets eliminated, but he eliminates everybody else, so... I yeah, everybody comes back in. Yeah, that I was didn't weird. get what the fuck the point of that was. So include like even faces and heels were like there was no alignment there. They just all everybody got eliminated. Well, almost everybody, but there were people that weren't eliminated. But then some people were, and then they all got back in the ring anyways and then eliminated him. That was really weird. Yeah, I don't know what th- th- this was the what the fuck segment. So uh, whatever. And then he just started punching people, which works. Uh, we then get a new day segment because fucking Rocky, and they gotta make the fucking reference, and they gotta run the fucking stairs and give out fucking cheesesteaks because they're fucking internet memes, and fucking hate them, and just fucking separate them already, because they're just fucking annoying, and I was done with this fucking gimmick fucking two years ago. 
Yeah, I, I hate them. to say this, but it's not going to happen because apparently they are just fucking selling merch like mad well, right yeah, now. Because they're fucking people are trolls. I mean, they're, they're fucking trolls. Just fuck them. Uh, by the way, Shizaro and Sheamus got the fuck kicked out of them backstage, and Sheamus got legitimately hurt, busted over the eye with a ladder. Yeah, Sheamus's whole fucking upper head was like just exploding, gaping open, like a torn anus. <laughs> I just want you to have that fucking visual in your head. <laughs> Thank you. Now he's anus head. Uh, Neville versus Jack Gallagher, your favorite. And these two have uh, the same match they had at Roadblock, wherever the fuck, clusterfuck of a show that was. Um, Neville gets the win, obviously. And does Jack not have the best headbutt in the history of this fucking He business? does. I don't even think he headbutted him, though, this time. He did. He did a running headbutt. Did he? Because the match was quick. That yeah, was no, he, quick. It, was, it was a quick match, but he did a running headbutt instead of the normal just standing one. He ran at him. And he just fucking hit him and fell over from the fucking from the uh, from the uh, impact, and Neville fell over from the impact. It's fucking. I love the way everybody sells it. He sells it. The opponent sells it. It's like it's Everyone magic. Sells it. It's fucking magic. And that must have been the part I missed because the match was like two three minutes. I mean, it was fast. Then they had to do the uh, the the promo backstage with Aries and the New Day having to fuck it up and. Aries, no, stay away from the New Day. If you value your career and dignity, just stay the fuck away. Um, then we get, perhaps, I, I would say the, the promo of the night, but maybe, I don't know. Uh, Roman Reigns comes down to the ring and basically goes, you know what, last time I was here, I won the Rumble. I made invented Mania fucking twice. Fuck y'all. Fuck Cena. Fuck AJ. Fuck Brock. Fuck Goldberg, fuck The Undertaker, fuck all of you. I don't give a fuck. Bong. Well, it's a good thing you're not giving a fuck because at Mania, I will be. Bong. Is basically what that promo was. Um, and, and Undertaker actually said he was digging him a new yard. Which Just okay. like Michael Cole said he was. A whole, which is really strange. A whole, he dug him a whole fucking yard. And it had a fucking tombstone that said Roman Reigns on it. That was, yeah, that was hilarious. Now, can I say that when the lights came on, at for a split second I went, that's not, oh, it is Taker. Was it the angle? Was it the the his hair? Like, that, it looked like cosplay Taker. No, like, you know what was weird was him turning the lights back off. I expected, well, no, it was when he, it's because he did the thunder when he threw his hands up, and then he just slowly put his hands back down and the lights dimmed. I was expecting lightning or something, and there wasn't any, and I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if something had gone wrong and they forgot the lightning and the sparks, or if this was just some kind of fuck up. No, I think that was the plan, but... Yeah, no, it was even, planned. It was just very strange. Even I was the same way. I'm going, where's the lightning and the thunder and the fire and the demons and... Just turn oh, off, he was turning just the lights. slowly putting the lights down, and I was just like, oh, this is, uh... Okay. So, yeah, it, you know... Also, somebody got somebody got a really good cell phone video of him climbing, climbing out from into the through. ring. Yeah, it kind yeah. of ruins the whole fucking thing. Man, I'll tell you what. 
you you think he's in bad shape, but you see how fucking fast he gets inside that ring. It's like a fucking he gazelle. Fucking Mach five into that ring, puts that hat on, and he's ready to go. Like he's a, like, yeah, okay, I'm ready. Like, Fuck you. Like a pimp. Uh, Enzo and Kaz have a match with the club, but here comes uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. It's a big schmaz. Whatever. Uh, we celebrate Maya Angelou, whatever, moving on. Uh, footage, 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 commentators, they do the whole fucking WrestleMania card, and that's when I realized there's like 13 matches on this fucker. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Again, we've seen the match before, it's no DQ. Gee, I wonder what's gonna happen. Uh, Sami Zayn gets the win because Chris Jericho, and the winner is Sami Zayn, so he's entered into the fucking thing. Uh, yay for Sami Zayn. Fun match. Seen it enough, though. And then we get the... The head through a window promo. Because we have Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, and Paul Heyman is promoting this match, and promoting this match, and promoting this match, and promoting this match, and Lesnar's gonna fuck him. He's gonna fuck him in the ass. He's gonna fuck him in the ass. He's gonna take his son and fuck him. Fuck his wife. Fuck his family. Brock Lesnar's gonna fuck Goldberg so fucking bad that he won't even, he'll be erased from fucking history. Goldberg comes out spear, end of segment. You know what was, was the best part of that segment was, was, uh, the Yiddish. Paul Heyman, yeah, Paul Heyman was reading him his rights and, and like, Catholic or something, and he's like, oh, oh wait, no, no, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't do that, cause he's, Goldberg, he's one of, he's one of my people. <laughs> he's Jewish. <laughs> and then, and then he started reading it in like, is, Israeli or whatever. Yeah, the, the was, whole, good. And, and I was behind it, and I was behind it, and I was behind it, then Spear, and I says, and you want me to boo Goldberg, why? <sighs> End of Raw. Not a bad show, could have been better, but I still kind of feel as a go-home show, there have been better. That was Raw. Yeah. So... Why don't we get into SmackDown real quick? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, first, uh, wait, are we going to talk about WrestleMania after this? Oh, or? Yeah. Well, the Hall of Fame oh. and then, then... Predictions, all that stuff, yeah. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> so it started out with a contract signing between Shane McMahon and AJ Styles, uh... So, actually, the first thing that happens would be Danny Bryan's music hitting uh, to a fucking chorus of yes chants because Daniel Bryan remains one of the most over men in the company despite being a fucking cripple that cannot wrestle, even though apparently he's fine and they're just not letting him wrestle. And I, I actually am uh, pretty much believing that at this point, even f- though for a while I didn't. Uh... I believe when his contract is up, he is going to leverage wrestling somewhere else against them, and either they're going to let him wrestle again, or he's just going to fucking leave. He's going to be like, nope, I'm gone, see you, fuck you, I'm going to Japan. Uh, so, he's going to like fucking uh, have, he's going to just look over this contract signing between AJ and uh, the, whatever his name is, Shane, the fucking son. The son of the Vince. <clears throat> yeah. So, Shane is in the ring. He says, uh, 
Hey yo, I'm Shane, Shane O'Mac. Uh, so I I ain't so good at matches, but uh, I can jump off shit. But we're having a normal match, so just uh, go to sleep. Um, but you know what, SmackDown, it's a pretty cool place. So I've been working hard at making this place pretty cool because it's a pretty cool place. Yeah. I wanted this to have good management. That's why I'm the manager. And uh, we didn't want to push our own agendas. And, uh, and, you know, I thought about it. Part of doing that was having a good talent like AJ Styles. And let me tell you, he's truly phenomenal. He is he is a fucking beacon of light and hope in the wrestling world. But no, not really. I hate that faggot. Look at his hair. <laughs> he's from Georgia. Is anybody really from there? No. Only fucking Hicks... And and fucking I don't I don't even know what else comes from there. It's it, nobody nobody wants to go there. It's a piece of shit town. Go it's 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 not even a place. Fuck it. I could buy that place with my with my fucking lunch money. So an AJ a fucking AJ Styles chant starts. Uh, I guess AJ came out at some point if he wasn't out already. Anyway, AJ starts talking. Uh, and AJ's like, hey, you know, I wasn't on the card, you motherfucker. And uh, I should have been on the fucking card. And you didn't put me on the fucking card. So I had to beat your ass because you didn't put me on the fucking card. And, uh, well, now I'm on the fucking card. So, like, yeah, maybe I should beat your ass some more, you fucking rich piece of shit. How about that, you fucking rich boy, fucking white mother, whatever the, with your little fucking, I bet you're going to wear one of your stupid baseball jerseys again, because you ain't got nothing good to wear, even though we're going to have a normal match, you ain't got some fucking wrestling trunks, or some wrestling tights, like a normal fucking human being would wear, you're going to have the shittiest match I could ever fucking have with a person, you ugly son of a bitch! God damn it, why couldn't I be wrestling somebody like fucking Shinsuke Naka goddamn Mora or The Undertaker or fucking anybody, Kurt Angle, fucking, I could wrestle a skeleton better than you, Jesus Christ, on a fucking turntable, motherfucker. There ain't gonna be no tables, no chairs, shit. If you use any of that shit, you're gonna get disqualified, Shane. We're gonna have a traditional match. So you know what? You're gonna fucking lose. What are you gonna do? You can't beat AJ Styles. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried do? about. I'm worried about that whole thing. We'll get to that with predictions. Motherfuck! You're screwed, buddy. You're fucked. <laughs> AJ Styles versus Shane fucking McMahon. What a piece of shit. I'm going to WrestleMania. But you know what? I lost to Jericho last year, so, I mean, fuck. Who, who, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I, I could fucking just die in a fire. God, just a fucking, fucking garbage fire, man. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Fuck. Oh, man. So they try to, they try to, they, they, they're about to have a fight. Brian tries to break it up. Fucking gets booed because of this. And it's like, oh, fuck! And uh, and AJ's like, you know what, okay, fuck y'all, I'm out of here. I got fucking places to be and pigs to fuck, okay? That's what rednecks do, alright? 
Georgians. Georgians. Jeez. Georgians. Is this where he's from, right? Yeah, well, yeah, he's from... Aren't, aren't you Southern, Alex? Isn't that your whole thing? Uh, yes, but I said Georgia. I didn't say Texas. I know. <laughs> I'm making it's fun just of hilarious. Right it's just hilarious, it's just hilarious. <laughs> that uh, you hear some guy making fun of some guy putting something. Well, I mean, you know, self depreciation is absolutely <laughs> fucking, absolutely <laughs> fucking crucial to having a good life here. Definitely, definitely. If I'm not making fun of uh, rednecks every fucking day, I'm not doing something right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so they signed uh, the contract. Yeah, they they signed the contract. AJ left, left the ring. Uh, Shane, I don't know what he did. He jacked off, uh, jacked off and jumped into a pool. I don't know. Uh, fucking later tonight, we're having Luke Harper versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, that's going to be the main event. Can I say oh. that is one of the most bizarre main events? Because shouldn't they have kissed and made up by now? I mean, because no. Harper's pissed, man. He's like, no, fucking Sister Abigail's evil, and she does evil things, even though I used to not even give a shit that she was evil. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Whatever. But he has a new look now. It's a new face look. He wears a black shirt that's not dirty, and he has an elbow pad, and he pulls his hair back so that you can't see his enormous bald spot, except for when his hair comes undone, then you can see it. It looks cool. I'm sure it does. But yeah, whatever. It was a, it was, it was okay. It was good actually. Bray Wyatt had a cool move, move as in one. No, it was a good match actually. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Carmella. I don't even remember what happened. Uh, so I, I wasn't it a clusterfuck? No, uh, Carmella won because Ellsworth tripped up Ellsworth, Becky. Yeah, and- Ellsworth d- pulled. Pulled one of the greatest moves ever, and that's called hitting a woman. No, actually, he just um, he tripped <laughs> Becky up. <laughs> no, he yeah he grabbed Becky's uh, he grabbed Becky's ankles, pulled her, and caused her face to smash into the mat. Which he's been doing this for a while now, and for some reason that's okay. I don't I don't know. Uh, Brian called him out on it the first time he did it, and he was like, you know, if I had done this. I'd have gotten deep shit, Ellsworth. Anybody else would have gotten deep shit. I don't know why you're not getting in deep shit, Ellsworth. You son of a bitch. Because he's trying to be John Cena. Yeah. (laughs) But, whatever. And Carmella's like, no, no, it's okay, he's cute, it's okay, he's like a little fucking asshole, he can do whatever he wants. (laughs) Uh, Naomi came back. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was cool. She got an awesome reaction. Um, the crowd is behind her. I was glad to see her back because that sucked that she got her title. I know not not everybody's behind her, but I mean the crowd was happy. She's all right. I, I got no problem with her. Um, I'm just happy. To, I'm I'm gonna be happy to see her fucking entrance at WrestleMania. She gonna she gonna that's gonna be. And I've seen the ramp already because they've been WWE's been showing it off. Not only is it a long ramp like usual. It is elevated. It is a fucking... Because they're trying to make it look like a roller coaster. Dude, the people with seats by the ramp can't see shit. They can't see anything at all. Well, that's kind they, of been the thing with WrestleMania in general, isn't it? Because well, like, yeah, no, they, they, like, they always have like them giant poles holding up the tent thing. 
Yeah, this this ramp is super super elevated to try to make it look more like a roller coaster because it's the ultimate thrill ride. It looks cool, and, uh, but is yeah, it, it looks cool. Super elevated ramp, so I mean, I think Undertaker's gonna like fall over trying to walk down it now, and uh, and fucking Naomi is gonna be dancing down that thing. It's gonna be crazy shit. There's gonna be some crazy shit. Anyway, yeah, uh, no contest. In this match, because I guess the ref just threw it out instead of just saying whoever got attacked first lost the match. Uh, anyway, then we had uh, we actually did turn this around into a proper match from that into Mickey James and Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss and Carmella because Mickey James is a face now because whatever reasons she turned on Alexa Bliss. I don't know. I guess because people like Mickey James, so they decided, you know, she should be a face. I don't care. She's a MILF. Fuck it. Uh, I think that's what you're supposed to do. Well, I mean, it, I mean, does she even have a kid? It doesn't matter. She looks like a MILF. That, a MILF is a body type. She's an older woman. She's she's an attractive older lady. That's what I meant. She's, she's good looking. Fuck it. Anyway, they had a fucking match. That's what happened. It was a match, whatever. It was okay. Alexa Bliss and Carmella were the winners. Somehow. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, I don't even know how that happened because Naomi showed up, like we talked about. I could have sworn she just attacked everybody during the match. I guess it depended on who she attacked first. Anyway, Naomi grabbed a microphone after she beat the shit out of fucking everybody. And she's like, she's like, yo, bitch, I'm back. Fuck y'all. I glow. Look at my glowing. Damn. I just, I'm like a fucking glow worm. Shit. I'm gonna glow all the way to WrestleMania. I'm gonna, dude, you should see me during the Undertaker's entrance. I fucking glow in the dark, okay, so like, it's gonna be crazy, I'm gonna be there with the Undertaker, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, they're gonna, it's gonna be insane, okay? Yeah, in fact, instead of the fucking lantern for Bray Wyatt, he's just gonna hold me. And I'm gonna have a fog machine in my mouth. (laughs) I'm gonna be smoking a cigarette. Yo, feel the power. Anyway, feel the glow. Dan Dan and Brian's on the phone um, with somebody. I'm assuming it's Nikki because he mentions something to Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze comes in dressed up as Nikki Bella again. And uh, he's like, whoa, like, um, uh, so uh, can you put me in the women's match at WrestleMania? Like, uh, because... You know, like, I, I, I need to win the, the women's championship. And Brian's like, uh, no. You're retarded. Fondango, just, you know, who's there with Tyler Reese, is like, God damn it! Motherfucker, we're not gonna fucking be on the WrestleMania card! Son of a bitch! And then he's like, Danny Bryan's like, you know what? No, no, I like the both of you guys, and I want you to be on the WrestleMania card. He's like, Whoa, really? You like us? You want us to be on the card? Dude, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, man, it's 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 cool. I want you to be on the WrestleMania card. So just 
just look, look, there's gonna be a fucking Battle Royal thing type, over-the-top rope type thing that we're having tonight, and if you win, you'll be on the card, and you'll be in the match, in the Battle Royal. And he's like, dude, you do that for us? This is fucking cool. And he's like, yeah, man, it'd be fucking cool if we do that for us. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking cool. All right, we're going to fucking do it. We're going to do it, man. Yeah, okay. So they go do it. And uh, the weird thing is is that later on when they have the match, they lose. But they're still in the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. So I don't even know what the point of that was. Reasons. It was really strange. Yeah, they lost the match, but they're still in the whatever. But it was weird because Danny Brown was like cheering with them. And doing, like, stupid cheers. And he was like, yeah, yeah, fucking fashion police. And it was like, is he cheering with the heels? Are they even still really heels? They're, like, comedy heels, I guess. Whatever. I love them. I love the fashion police. They need a push. I uh, wish Tyler Breeze would go back to his own gimmick and be used like he was at NXT. I I just wish the fashion police would be mid-carters instead of jokes. Yeah. Because I think together they're, I think together they're fucking hilarious anyway, and I think people like them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, uh, but I could go on for a while about how they miss. Uh, they really, really misused Char- uh, Tyler Breeze when he got called up. I, I, I them as a tag team could have been something. A lot of things could have been something that they didn't do anything with. So now we get to Miz TV. This is the moment of the night, I guess. Ah, he is there with his, uh, Miz is there with his wife, Maurice, a fucking Frenchie. Nah, she's cool. She's okay. She's, she's probably the best looking woman on the show, to be honest. Uh, he says, uh, yo, this is Miz, welcome to Miz TV, go fuck yourself. No, really, though, uh, last week. Oh, by the way, where's Rusev? He's injured. He's missing WrestleMania. I was going to say, I saw uh, Lana on YouTube videos. He got a haircut and then he got injured. Uh, yes, you don't fucking cut the hair, man. That's why I'm never cutting mine. <laughs> never. It's, I know the story of Samson. <laughs> You'll lose your power. Like, if I were to cut mine, I would just die. I would just step on a have fucking... You seen, have you seen the pictures of Thor? Yeah. I would just step on a Lego or something, and then I would just break into pieces. <laughs> Turn into putty. So, uh, yeah, you got Miz, and he's like, Welcome to the most must-see TV show in history. Whatever. Welcome to... Miz TV. This crowd never gets in on that. I don't even know why. People like the Miz, right? What the you, you do hear a couple of Miz. Yeah, you, you always hear a couple. Like, it's, it's, in, it's in that voice as well. Miz TV. And, uh, so, yeah, highlights last week. We showed this fucking show of uh, John Cena and uh, fucking that bitch. Whatever. Look, we're going to show you more. Here it is. So, you got to see Total Bullshit Bellas. Whatever. So, you got the skit. And you got Cena. Or rather, the Mizena, whatever you want to fucking call him. Uh, let me see if I can do this justice. It's like, alright, I'm John Cena, I'm the Mizena, look at me, I'm fucking, you can't see me, okay? Look, I got all these fucking rules. Look, rule number one, fuck you. Rule number two, fuck you. Rule number three, fuck you. Look, this is my house, listen to all my fucking rules. Uh, Nikki, I love you, I love you, I love you. Did you get that camera guy? I love you. Look, this is this. I need this fucking right angle. Okay, look. I love that they had um, the, him holding up like cue cards with his like his yeah. script. 
Yeah, when he walked into a room and they had and they just had that other camera guy just or they had a, they had another cue card saying I you need to like saying I love you too and it's like uh, and then they had the fucking Daniel Bryan he was like walking on his knees mm-hmm. the juice and the juice he's like I'm Daniel Bryan and I'm a vegan I can't have that it's fucking great uh. Which is hilarious because I don't think he's actually been a vegan since he's been, it's been with Nick, uh, with um, Brie. But I don't think he's been a still. vegan in like four years. Yeah, yeah. I think he keeps it up on camera though, just for the fuck of it. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, this this shit goes on for a while. He's like, you know, just taking the piss out of Cena and uh, all this stupid house rules and how you can't fucking you can't fucking sneeze and and. Because if you sneeze, you're Hitler, and and if you fucking I don't know, if you eat steak with your with your right fork, you have to pledge allegiance to I don't know the TV. I don't know. It's fucking ridiculous shit. He's he's like he's he's autistic. He's a weirdo. He's he has fucking he literally has Aspergers. John Cena is a fucking weirdo, and Miz is Miz is showing it off. And then at the end, they take their wigs and. They take their wigs and their hats off, and they're like, "Yo, John Cena, we coming for you, motherfucker!" And uh, and Maurice is like, "Hey, Nikki, suck my dick." Actually, and, uh, what she said was one of the coldest things I ever heard a woman say. Nikki, stay close to Cena because all those Make a Wish kids are as close as you're going to get to having kids. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so they go back to the ring and and uh, Miz is like yeah so that's that's basically it Cena's a piece of shit I don't know why people like him he's the biggest cunt in the world I hate him if I had the option of aborting him when he was born I would have fucking done it in fact I would I, I think if I had the option of aborting Hitler or Cena I would have aborted Cena because Hitler was probably a better person. I'm just saying. Hitler just I'm got just shit saying. done. I'm just saying. And this is not my words. These are these are Miz's words. This is an exact quote from Miz. He put this over is, the Jews. A barrel. <sighs> Actually, that's not an exact quote. I think this would be slander and I could get sued for this. <laughs> I, I should probably say that was not an exact quote. Uh... But then Cena anyway, comes out and let's let's hear what he says. Yeah, okay. So Cena Cena comes out and he's like, "Yo, yo, yo! This is John Cena. Yo, I'm in gangster mode right now, right? So what's up? This is the thing. This is the for real. I'm gonna shoot on y'all bitches. Yo, you can't see me because I run this bitch. And fucking Maurice, you know what? You're a fucking whore. Okay. The only reason you're here." Is because I let you in the door. That kind of rhyme. I don't know how that worked. Um, but yeah, see, um, the reason you're here for real is because I I let Miz exist, and and because I let Miz exist, I I let you exist too. And everything that goes on here is because I say it's okay. And look, Miz is a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit, and you have the. You have the biggest vagina on the earth because people just fuck you every day. Okay, that's just all I got to say. You are the, you are the biggest slut. I fucking hate you. Nikki fucking hates you. 
I, I mean, you could take more dicks than Paige. Okay? You could just, I mean, you are, the, you are a bigger slut than Paige. You could fit a, a thousand pages. <laughs> wow. You are more slutty than a thousand pages in one room at once. Fuck you. And Must Miz, have heard your Smackdown reviews haven't changed wide, by the way. No. Not at all. And uh, Miz, Miz, you know what? You've never accomplished anything here. Um, you you are the worst wrestler I've ever seen. You are only good when you're imitating other people. You have no personality whatsoever. Uh, I think, personally, that if you died tomorrow, I would spit on your coffin and I would probably kill your parents. But, no, no, you know what? I wouldn't kill them because then they would be able to meet you in the afterlife. I would just laugh at them. And then I'd shit in their face. <laughs> oh, my God. John Cena's such a dick. Uh, but back to Maurice. Really, I fucking hate her. I just, you know, I just want you to know I could probably fuck her better but she's not I'm working. sure they said they said all of this verbatim in all these promos by the way so. yes yes my dick isn't worth Maurice that's why I'm not fucking her Miz you're a tiny manlet I hate you please both of you burn in hell Oh, and I'm going to kick your ass at WrestleMania. I'm going to bury you. Uh, and then I'm going to, you know, probably pop the question to Nikki, and everybody's going to cheer. But hopefully, and this is not Cena talking, hopefully what's going to happen, this is me talking, is what's going to happen is uh, everybody's just going to start doing the no chant. When, when when he pops the question, he's gonna be like, "Nikki, will you marry me?" And the entire crowd just starts going, "No, no, no!" And that's gonna just fucking be an amazing moment. <laughs> that's gonna be so fucking bad and mean and awful because they shouldn't do that. And I think that's awful. But I fucking hope it happens. It'll probably happen because dun 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 dun. I, I mean, as as a good person, I shouldn't want that to happen, but I want it to happen because I fucking hate John Cena. He's such a piece of shit. But, uh, yeah, there's more of SmackDown, so I gotta move on past this. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of what, how he even ended this. I think Miz and Maurice actually backed away from the ring because... Yeah, they just—they're like, okay, you know what? We're we're pussies, and we have to look like pussies. We have to leave the ring. Miz tried to walk back in, because, maybe because he actually did want to kick John Cena's ass. Maurice was like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, he's not worth your time. He's not worth your time. Whatever. Uh, for she, she just suddenly turned to Mexican. I'll tell you how yeah. the, the segment ended. John Cena says, "We're gonna win. Fuck off." Dun dun dun. dun. That's pretty much how. And, it then ended. He, and then he ripped his dick out and slapped him. Nah, just... It was a giant dick slap. Uh, yep. Yeah, so then you had um, uh, Mojo Rawley, American Alpha, Rhino, and Heath and Slater, and Dolph Ziggler, and the Usos, and Brizongo. And they were all in a fucking match. Uh, and there was some stuff. It was like a. It was a. Uh, what kind of match was this? This was an over the top rope tag match, I guess. 
I think. Oh, over the top rope. Okay. You sure. know, like a, a tag team... Re- I don't even remember. I tag honestly team Battle Royal? Was yeah, it? maybe. That, that, I think that's what it was. Because okay. it was it was to get into the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Oh, uh, yeah, of course it was, yeah. So, yeah, and th- this is the match I was talking about that Breezango needed to win to get in. They didn't win. Mojo Raleigh... Oh, yeah, and it was actually... This is fucking stupid, actually. I don't know what this match was. Because Mojo Raleigh, American Alpha, Rhino, and Heath and Slater all won together. But somehow the other team are still getting into the Battle Royal. So I don't uh, even know what the fuck that... Uh, whatever. There was a non-title match between Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. This was a good match. Um, Bray Wyatt did some things. Luke Harper fucking wrestled his fucking heart out out there. Bray Wyatt did Bray Wyatt. He did... He did I, I fucking love Bray Wyatt. Everybody knows this. Um, the coolest part about this, though, was the fucking leaping Sister Abigail. Like, he just fucking shot out of a cannon and did it. I don't. I mean, the, the replay didn't do it justice. You had to watch it the first time. Because Luke Harper, uh, he hit him once with a... Uh, I think, what, what did he hit him with first? Luke Harper hit him with something. Uh... Let me look at this right here so I can tell you exactly how it hit. Okay. He hit him with a running clothesline. He goes for the cover. Wyatt puts his hand on the ropes. And so he's like, ah, shit. So Harper gets back up. Wyatt's, uh, Wyatt's looking at him. He's just on his knees, and he's like, fuck you. Uh, and so uh, well, Harper's just looking at him. Okay, I'm going to take you down, you son of a bitch. He goes for the... What is it called? The the it's the spinny the the discus that, clothesline. Discus clothesline. That thing. Yeah, and he does it like in a way to where it's not as uh, vulnerable. Like it's almost like he does less of a. It's like he just kind of spins more from the front. It's almost almost more like he just does less of a discus and more of just the fucking clothes. I don't know. He just goes straight at him. And fucking Wyatt just leaps from a kneeling position. Just leaps into the air into his sister Abigail. And it was just... And he just fucking killed him with it. Just killed him. It was amazing. It's just... Fu- mm, magnifique. Just fucking... Just spicy. Beautiful. Killed him. And then, and then all of a sudden... As if things are just, you know, you think everything's going well. Fucking Randy Orton just shows up with blah, crazy shit all over the screen again. And you're like, are we not done with this? Can we not, can we not further, can we not further checkmate each other in this crazy fucking game of chess that's going on? No, this, this, whatever spatula thing that, that, Bray Wyatt knighted Randy Orton with last week in the dark room, whatever, this spatula with the cross on it. Randy Orton has it, and now he's at the burnt-down compound, and he's like, Yo, Bray, I've got that thing that you knighted me with, and for some reason this is important, because... It was like fucking Mordecai's scepter. And he's like, hey, guess what? 
Uh, they were apparently Nazis people. Now. Yeah, whatever. I mean, this is this is the grave, the place that I burnt down, and 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 this this. And he doesn't say crucifix. He calls it a crucifix, which isn't even yeah. a thing. And it wasn't even, even a, a thing. And it wasn't even a crucifix. It was like an X. Yeah. And, and crucifix isn't a word. What the fuck is a crucifix? I think the problem I have with this whole feud is we all knew Randy was going to turn on him, but then he did turn on him. But he did it by burning the house. So it looked more like. A, don't get it looked, me wrong. I have loved this. I loved the entire burning down the house thing. That was fucking amazing. I love that. The pose in front of the house was the most retarded and amazing thing I've ever seen. But it's the whole fact that last week it was. I'm picking you to the compound and I'm going to ingest Sister Abigail's ashes and become powerful. Oh yeah, well I'm putting this stick down. Now you can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like um, six year olds. It, it, no, I was about and to say that. And it's the like how the little kids like, are like, oh yeah, well, now I have invincibility. Oh yeah, well, I counter your invincibility with this thing. Oh well, I've got super invincibility. Yeah. It's like Dragon. two guys. It's like two guys playing D and D. Lightning bolt. Um, <laughs> which is hilarious so because yeah, yeah, the whole the whole thing is like, the, like the thing doesn't even look like a crucifix. It looks like an X Men logo or something like. But it's it's a it's like a fucking cardboard styrofoam looking uh, spatula thing with a little red X on it. And then this he whole storyline just makes no sense in any way whatsoever. Even I, think it, out. I think it makes sense. It's just ridiculous. The whole inside... Randy Orton was inside... Uh, it, the whole way it played out made no sense. Like, if he really was doing that the whole time, why didn't he just say he was going to cash in at Bray for WrestleMania with this horrible win straight away? Why go through that whole thing of having AJ become the more contender only to go, oh no, just kidding. He needed to get close enough. What? Yeah, get, get, he was already close enough. What was, what, how was he any closer the night, uh, the night that he revealed it than he was the night after the Royal Rumble? Because he didn't, by giving that spot up, you remember what Bray said? He said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. He, he showed him the place where Sister Abigail was buried. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? Is that what that was? He gave him the that keys? Was. He, but it was on the same gave... compound, wasn't it? I mean, didn't Randy Orton look he outside showed, and go, what's in that shed? Exa- yeah, he, he showed him the exact place, and that was how they explained it. He said, he oh, said okay. giving up his spot was how... Yeah, it was, it was, in fact, all explained out. He says giving up his spot was how he finally was able to find his weakness, the spot that, that was important to Bray Wyatt, and that's why he had to go through all that. Okay. I know it's ridiculous, but it was, yeah, in fact, explained. I mean, I mean at, least it's, at least it's creative. I'll give him that. This is, this is like attitude-era le- level shit. Like, oh, yeah, no, I've, I've been fucking loving do, it. It's ridiculous as shit. It's kind of, this, this is... You know, it's only as crazy as, like, the stuff the Undertaker used to do, where he was, like, embalming Austin in the funeral home and stuff, where he laughed and kidnapped. Like, it's only as crazy as that stuff. They just haven't done stuff like this in so long, that it's so weird for them to suddenly start doing it again. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, Bray is, is regularly calling himself, like, fucking Beelzebub and saying Sister Abigail is yeah. just Satan. We haven't seen now. stuff like this. It's in- very strange. We haven't seen stuff like this really since, like, the Randy Orton Undertaker feud, where it was, like, seeing 
blood in the mirror and stuff. That was like the last yeah. time it really went full on with like the supernatural stuff, other than taking than just like setting light bolts off in the arena. Yeah. Anyway, I should I should I should end this. What happens is he takes the little wand thing, and then he stabs it into the dirt, and he says, "Now that I have this, I shall stab this into the." the grave or the body of Sister Abigail and it shall weaken you or something. And then you just see these magical sparks shoot out of it and and then you see Bray's face. He's like, oh, fuck. This sucks. And then SmackDown just fucking ends. Like, the thing with SmackDown is it always ends instantly on on the on time. There is no fucking time to go over none no ever none it's just bam it's over like raw goes over every single night every single night it goes over by like 10 15 minutes smackdown no it ends on the dot so i if you're not ready to go if you're not if it's not done it's just too bad no it's you fucking you just you better hope you got what you need to say done or like well, like when Sh- like when Shane said he 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 uh, he was the opponent for AJ Styles the uh, a couple of weeks ago, it ended on the word. <laughs> it was like, uh, so AJ says he doesn't have an opponent for WrestleMania. Well, he does now. And next time on the Grizz, or <laughs> it just fucking goes to the next show. Just the second he gets done fucking talking, it's just it's weird. Anyway, yeah, that was SmackDown. It just ended with Wyatt going, "Oh fuck!" Well, I guess I, I guess I got screwed again. Yeah. I hope he wins. I don't think he's. I mean, I, I hope he wins. We're gonna get to that in just a minute. Why don't we real quickly go through the Hall of Fame? Um, I like GDPs. Rock and Roll Express were okay. I didn't mind Beth Phoenix's. Kurt Angle's was a little. Well, we didn't really talk much about Kurt Angle. We talked more about your spot. Yeah, this was the real. It was rich a weird show. Everybody went really long, and it was like, okay, we're all just waiting for Kurt Angle. Come on. Um, there was I was some more good hyped for DDP to be honest. But yeah, there was some really good. There were some really good ones, but. I, by the time it got to, because I watched it after the fact, I didn't watch it live. By the time it got to Kurt Angle coming out, I was like, wow, there's only 20 minutes left. Like, they, he's like the main guy, and they, it felt like both him and Cedar were rushed for time. It felt like they'd been told, come on, wrap it up, because everybody else went long. So he had all those long ass speeches from Beth Phoenix, of all people, um, and then we end up getting screwed over on one of the biggest guys of all time going in. Like, Kurt Angle is a big deal. And I feel like his Hall of Fame speech was just a little underwhelming. So it reminded me of Austin's a few years ago, where it was just like, "Hi, how are you doing? I remember doing this. I remember doing that. Right, thanks for the ring. Bye." Yeah, it was. It was very. I mean, it possibly could be because you know he's going to do more stuff with them, so he'll be around more. Um, I, my thing on, I mean, it was a good class overall. Um, my thing with Beth Phoenix is. I don't know if she's Hall of Fame worthy. Like, I liked her. She was good. But she was, like, the best of the bad... Like, it was really weird seeing all those women there. Like, the entire late 2000s, mid-2000s WWE women's roster were there. It was weird seeing them all. Um, Because that was, like, the diva era. And she was one of the best people of the diva era. But I... Other than the stuff with Santino, she didn't really do anything that memorable. She never had a really great match. She, she was good, 
but she wasn't great. She wasn't Hall of Fame worthy because if she was around in this era, she could have been great. Oh yeah, but but, but but unfortunately, the women she was with and the era that she was in, she was stuck in the two minute, you know, women's matches era. Um, you know, they tried something with her and Natty, and never went anywhere. They just didn't do anything with her, and she finally got fed up and left and started a family. And unfortunately, by the time the women started picking up, that's when she'd already started a family with Edge. So it's just such a bittersweet thing. It's like. I get why you're putting her in there, maybe because of the edge connection and stuff, but it's just, I feel like there's so many other women, I mean, no matter how you feel about it, I think China deserves to be in the Hall of Fame way more than Beth Phoenix. Um, I just, I, I don't, I like her, she's just not Hall of Fame level to me. She's too recent, and she didn't have that remarkable a career. She's one of the lower tier Hall of Fame people. She's just like, oh, you were a person that we kind of remember <laughs> you know um, I, I'll give it to her because you know she did stuff just not enough yeah, I like her she was, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed her at her time I just wish there could have been more I mean the the big one of course was when Karma came in and that was supposed to happen and then obviously what happened with Karma happened with Karma um, yeah. if that would have happened that probably would have been the thing but it just always they never did anything with her and it's kind of like, uh, well, you were the best of a bad bunch, so here you go, an award. <laughs> My problem with the Hall of Fame um, was the Warrior Award. And it wasn't to the recipient. It was from the presenter. Look, I know the Ultimate Warrior is an egomaniac. I didn't think he would fucking put that on his wife. Because it was more about him than it was about the receiver. So is this what we're going to get every fucking year where she talks about her husband for 15 minutes? Yeah, it's... No, the thing with the Warrior Award is, number one, that's not what he asked for it to be. He asked for it to be like a production award rather than this charitable thing. And it's great, the people who are getting it deserve it, all that stuff, um, you know... I'm not good. At, I'm not cold-hearted about any of the stuff. It's they, they, you know, it's great stories and all that stuff. But one, I don't know if it belongs at the Hall of Fame, and two, it's just such a PR stunt. It's it's a part of this thing where I respect WWE for all the charity stuff that they're doing now, but. I can't help but go back to that tweet from Stephanie a few years ago where it said like, "Oh, you, you've not heard PR is the new." Uh, you know, the best PR is, is charity and philanthropy. It's like, uh, I didn't, yeah, uh, easy for me to say, philanthropy. I know what I'm trying to say. Philanthropy. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that she's saying that they're basically them doing this stuff is more about being good PR for the company and counteracting all of the stuff from the Attitude Era. She's where they... saying being a good person is good business. Which yes, is. basically. But you don't say it, it is. loud. But yeah, it's the fact that they admit that and it's it's just kind of, it gives me, yeah, like it's great that they're doing all this stuff, but I feel like they're doing it for the wrong reason. They're doing it to improve their company's image rather than because they actually want to do it, you know? And, I, and, and you know, it's to help in case, you know, of course, Linda's now in the fucking presidential campaign, so who cares, right? But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I just always feel like, uh, great, you're doing this, but it's the same thing as the Susan G. Coleman. It's like, uh, I just, I great that you're doing this, but just get it out of my face and stop being so over the top with it. Oh, look how great we are! We're awarding these these 
great people, aren't we great? Like, yeah, I guess, you know. Yeah, it's it, it's rough. And JDP, great fucking, you know, speech. Uh, even Ricky Zimba with Rick Rude was a nice speech. And then his son coming out and all that stuff. I think Kurt Angle felt rushed. Teddy Long was just get the fuck out there and hurry up. Uh, oh, they did some good stuff while he was there. I just wish we'd had more stories rather than... I really liked the uh, Rick Rude son thing. Yeah. Just him doing this... The, just him doing the the bit that his, that his dad used to do. That was great. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was good. Also, yeah, Beth Phoenix uh, getting Tony Chimmel to come out just to, just to fucking rib uh, Edge. That was That was pretty good. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the show. I think the sad part about her whole speech is everyone was waiting for it. Thank Edge. Thank Edge. Thank Edge. Thank Edge. Come on. Thank Edge. Thank Edge. I I like, I feel like that's what I, I got. She was married to him. I didn't even. I like. I have completely forgot about that. Well, I think that she goes. There's two people I want to thank, and everyone collectively said Edge. It's like guys, seriously. Come on. Stop. Again. I didn't know they had two kids either. Yeah, they just had the second one. Because they, they had started having kids long before they got married. I was like, damn, how long have they been married? And it's like, oh, they only got married last year. So they, yeah. they had actually started having kids quite some time ago. Yeah, yeah. No, but, yeah, I... I I look again. I loved Beth Phoenix. I uh, the, the whole thing speech was fun. I just had this thing of you're just here to fill a spot at, at WrestleMania, at, uh, you know, on the show really because they didn't want to put China in because too soon. <laughs> it, it just felt like that. I like that's horrible to say, but ugh. it just felt like oh, who else could we put in? Oh, we could put Beth in. You, Edge could probably get her to do it. Okay, cool. On this day, and that was the Hall of Fame. Warrior Award, cut it just to like five minutes. So why don't we get into predictions for WrestleMania? And I know we're going to be across the board on this one in all sorts of fucking directions. Uh, there's two matches that are on the pre-show from what I'm seeing. The first one is Neville versus Austin Aries. I say Neville retains. Um, Probably just because it's on the pre-show. I mean, that didn't count at the Royal Rumble, of course. But, uh, I mean, this is going to be a great match. It's a shame it's not on the main show, but, of course, everybody can't go on it. Um, I think Neville retains by cheating somehow, and that sets up for uh, um, rematches down the road when they can have more time on the actual pay-per-views. Uh, Neville. Oh, okay. Uh, now... I don't know who's in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and I don't want to fucking know. Who's winning? Braun Strowman. Braun! I think that's, yeah, we, we all... Like, <laughs> it's either Braun Strowman or Sami Zayn. Yeah, that's a that's a good second option. Yeah. Strowman or Zayn, that's... Because the SmackDown guy won last year. Mm. And that'll be Big Show's last... Well, no, that's, that, was, that was before the whole SmackDown Raw thing. Yeah, but considering where he went... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Baron has made a fucking career. Yeah, about time. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, and Naomi in a six-pack challenge for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm saying Naomi because she's back and reasons. I will... Um, I 
don't think they're going to give it back to her that quick just because I wish they would though. I think I think Alexa's going to retain. Yeah, there's the whole hometown thing of course. Um but at the same time uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean it's only the SmackDown women's title, right? So Alexa Bliss is doing good stuff with it, but I could definitely see it going to um to Naomi just for the hometown thing. So I'll see you I hope I hope you're right. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental Championship. Corbin takes it and is new Intercontinental Champion. I agree. Baron. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think this is uh, Baron Corbin's sort of combination of his gear of uh, Ascension. Two let's, can- not, let's not call it Ascension. Yeah, because we don't know. Two Canadians. Ascension is not a good thing for anyone. <laughs> Two Canadians fighting for the United States Championship. Chris Jericho, title holder, versus Kevin Owens. I don't know. Uh, I think, I don't, I think you know, Owens needs the win, so I'm going to say Kevin. But I think it'll be by... I don't know. If I say DQ, then Jericho wins, but I just don't see Jericho winning the match. Uh, yeah, I think Owens wins. I think, uh, you know, Jericho's going back to Fozzie. It makes sense for him to put over the new guy. Um, Owens needs the momentum. I'm not sure what he's going to do with the US title, um, but we'll see what happens going forward, I guess. Logic says Kevin Owens, but uh, honestly, man, I don't fucking know. Um... By the way, if I sound fucking tired, it's because I am laying down. <laughs> I, I have I have been awake since yesterday. I wanted to make sure I was awake for this because I didn't know if I would uh, if I fell asleep if I'd wake back up in time, and I didn't want to miss another another one of these shows since we've four been weeks. off for like three, four weeks. Yeah, Jericho Owens. Um, fuck. I don't. Ah, fuck. I want to say Jericho, but I don't know. It's Owens. I, I kind of... Fuck. Fuck. Ah, fuck. Fucking fuck. Fuck. Kevin Owens. Okay. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Enzo and Kaz and Cesaro and Sheamus in a triple threat ladder match. Enzo and Kaz! Yeah, I think I can someone cast need it. As I think Carl Anderson and um, Gallows, unfortunately, have been, the damage has been done too much. I'd like to say to keep it on them to to keep them legit, but they've been booked so they've been booked so poorly for so long that I don't think even this title reign they can't do anything to resurrect these guys at this point to make them into what they should have been when they came in. Um, they should have kept on with AJ for a start. Um, uh, so I uh, yeah I think Enzo Cast need this to be legitimised because they they've kind of been doing their NXT thing where they always get close but never win but are over anyway so I think it's about time that they get it here. Um, I would love to agree. I think it's going to Gallows and Anderson. Do uh, I gotta ask? Do any of the people that you guys talk to about wrestling? How do they feel about Enzo and Cast? Like Especially them. Enzo. They like him, it's just every time that Enzo and Kaz lose, it's Enzo that takes the loss. 
Because I, I feel like I have seen a lot of people turn on Enzo specifically. Because he's always the one that takes the fall. I know he's not a good wrestler. He's alright. Yeah, but they're the, they're the new age outlaws. Enzo is Rogue like, Dog. And, like, uh, Triple, H, Cash- Triple H literally buried him as a wrestler the other day, if you didn't read about that. He, he said... Well, he straight up said when he was um, when when he was picking him, like for when him and Dusty were talking about him and like NXT, they said, you know, this guy right here, he ain't never gonna draw anything as far as wrestling, but he's got a hell of a mouth on him. He's he, he's gonna be a great character. I mean, yeah, he's not gonna draw us any money as a wrestler, like as like as far as wrestling in the ring, but he's got some mic skill. And, like, it's like, damn. <laughs> I mean, and this was just stuff that just came out. It's just some some stories that got told from NXT, and it was like, oh, shit, Triple H is just straight up admitting that. <laughs> and so <laughs> nobody thought he was a good wrestler. And it's like, yeah, no, I, no, the, I, I, they're the New Age Outlaws of the modern day. You know, he's the road dog, and Cass is Billy Gunn, and he's always the one that gets beat down and goes to the hot tag, and Enzo is the one with the big mouth who doesn't really back it up. It's the exact same formula as the Outlaws. Yeah. With the, entr- the entrance is everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha versus Nia Jax. It's an elimination style for uh, the Raw Women's Championship. Sasha Banks turns heel and becomes champion. I hope so. I, 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 to be honest, I'd like it to be more of kind of a slow burn. I'd like it to be where Sasha maybe takes advantage of something and maybe does something underhanded to beat Bailey. Um, and she's like, afterwards, she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just really wanted to win." And she kind of did it because she felt like she had to to win, but she isn't quite in again. Then gradually, as she gets more and more, she keeps having to cheat to keep the title and that kind of thing. And then eventually, she just embraces the healdom because all the fans turn her. But I think that's kind of a little too complex for WWE these days. But uh, that's what I'd like to see. I think Bailey retains. You'd be the only one. Uh. Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. AJ has to fucking win. Yeah, I... Has to. AJ. I mean, losing to Jericho is one thing, but to lose to Shane McMahon is... You know, I mean, AJ wins. And I'm going to echo Carl here. He deserves better than this. You're going to echo... You're going to echo Corey Graves here. I'm echoing (laughs) everybody at this point. Yeah, if AJ doesn't win, then there's something really wrong. <laughs> and again, I don't know how this match is going to go, because all of Shane's great matches have been street fights with gimmicks and things. He's good at putting on a stunt show. I don't know how good of a wrestler he is. His punches suck. Yeah, we're, we're going to find out. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Seth freaking Rollins. This can go one of two ways. Yeah. Well, it can, because two guys, but yeah. Well, either Seth Rollins is going to legitimately beat Triple H, and that's your match. Or I don't see Samoa Joe anywhere on this card. I don't see Finn Balor anywhere on this card. Am I just making shit up, or... Did I just hit the nail on the head? <clears throat> well, you think they'll 
they'll finish their business somewhere down the road. I have a feeling. Triple yeah, H is already, I... he's already recruited Samoa Joe and uh, Owens as his heavies. The only one missing is Balor, and we know there's heat between Balor and Rollins. I guess True. that could make sense, since Balor is kind of like one of Triple H's chosen ones, too. No, well, I, I, I think Rollins gets the win at Mania, but then he gets beat down on Raw by Joe and H as in retaliation, uh, and Owens, and then Finn Balor returns and teams up with Seth again, and then the, that's the program going forward, is Triple H in the corner of Joe and Owens against Balor and Rollins. Now, do you think Balor would turn on Seth because... No, I think I think he stays face with Seth because of uh, the whole thing with Owens and the Universal Title. Okay, I'll I'll give you that. Uh, so we're all saying Rollins. Yeah, I think Rollins win. R- wins, but but they but he get next night on Raw they get retaliation, and that's when Balor debuts to save him. I think. I have I have no clue what happens afterwards, but I think he wins. Uh, the Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. For namesake, I'm going to just say Taker wins, because I don't think a loss will hurt Roman. No, but um, I think the impossible will happen. Well, he's already lost the streak, so. Yeah, he's already had him once. Uh, Why the fuck not, right? I mean, what's stopping Roman Reigns from losing the match and then just going, no, I'm going to retire him and beats the shit out of him post-match? Yeah, I've actually actually said that could happen as well. But, um, uh, by the way, JR is calling a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I've heard that, which is really kind of crazy considering his wife died a week and a half ago. I've also heard that this might be the match that goes on last. Um, no, I don't think so. I, there's just just a heavy rumor, which also could lend to the idea that JR calls this match. Um, I Roman. Roman wins. Bold. Yeah, I... I just... You, I mean, it's hilarious that a couple of years ago when Brock beat Taker, everybody was like, oh, why aren't you saying the streets put over a young guy? And now it looks like Taker might put over a young guy and everybody's like, oh, don't you fucking dare. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know how I'd feel if Reigns beat Taker. I don't, and I will be interested to see, I mean, obviously saying there's going to be a riot, I mean, there wouldn't actually be, because, you know, wrestling fans are actually more polite than we think they are, um, but there certainly would be a lot of booze, and I think if this match wasn't on last, and Reigns beat Taker, whoever's on after them will suffer the horrendous backlash of that. I mean, Roman winning elevates him, no doubt. He becomes heel of the fucking decade. But we also had the same thing about Brock Lesnar, and people still cheered him, so... Yeah, but no, but Brock... That, was, that's not the same. Yeah. Brock is different. Think. Brock is an anomaly, and I and he... And even when Heyman, now that Brock is a face, even when Heyman brings... Well, he's cut by, he's kind of a heel. But when Brock uh, in, is kind of a semi-face, even when Heyman would bring up the streak, people would still boo. So I think that is still a sore subject. Um... Yeah, Reigns would be... If Reigns is going heel, then he's winning. 
If he's not, then Taker's winning. So I'm going to say Taker because I just think that's the most WWE boring option, to be honest. Uh, as bad as that sounds, as a Taker fan, I think if Taker wins, that means we're just going back to status quo and Reigns is staying the, exactly how he is. Well, is it more credible to say I beat Taker or I retired him? Yeah, you got your ass kicked, but no, I beat him with a chair, went in the stairs, and I beat the fuck out of him. Taker was wheeled the fuck out. Fuck him. Who's next? Yeah, I don't foresee that. I think if they're going to do Undertaker's last match, I think it's going to be a big advertised thing. Maybe Survivor Series, something like that. Something where they're going to build it up and build up as Taker's last match, and they're going to do this big kind of walk off into the sunset thing. I don't think it's going to be him being beat down by Roman Reigns. Hope you're right, but we'll we'll see. And this match will take place after the Taker match because, you know, reasons. John Cena and Nikki Bella versus Miz and Maurice. Really? Do we really need to... I'd like to say Miz wins, but he's not. Cena and Nikki and then Cena proposes or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Um... I'll just throw out the wild one then, just for fun. Miz. Just, just, just in case somebody needs to have a have. Well, I know Nikki Bella got hurt again for doing nothing. So, yeah, she hurt her neck. Well, she's retiring, isn't she? No, she's not. But maybe she is. I, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Maybe she won't be there. Maybe he'll have. Maybe John Cena will have to wrestle Maurice. Well, maybe they'll just put Brie in there and nobody will notice. <laughs> well, she oh, is, I, she I is think pregnant. I think yeah, oh. Brie Brie is incredibly pregnant right now. Like she's got one big baby bump. Right. Yeah, it's bigger than Brian. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Fuck me, god damn it! I hope Bray wins. I want Bray to win, so I'm going to say Bray, but it's probably going to be Orton. I'm going to say Bray and be only because we've been talking about Sister Abigail way too much. Well, you think they're going to do a JJ? And have, yes, like, her, I do. Like they her, already are! Come on! <laughs> like actually make her into a character that interferes at Mania. Isn't that exactly what JJ did? Yes! Verbatim! Like every ma- fucking thing! <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Just swap out Ambrose for Orton. I don't yeah. think they're ever going to make her a character because the idea behind um, Sister Abigail and Bray is very much current style horror movie, and that's like ring style shit. Nobody, no, no current. Char- you would need to have some fucked up person. You, you couldn't have a, any current female play. Well, uh, no, they'd have to hire somebody new. But well, no, no. What I mean is, you wouldn't even be able to see their face. All I'm going to say is this. They hired Braun Strowman in secret, and no one knew about him, and then he debuted. Yeah. That being said... She doesn't need to wrestle. I could see them hiring some sort of actress or... Yeah, like a valet or someone, or someone repackaged. Well, as long as you don't see her fucking face, you need to see her... You need to see... Her face needs to be covered. Like... She just... It needs to be a very shadowy figure mm. because I think if it's too if you see too much there's not going to be any mystery to it and then that that just takes the magic out of it. Well, if it's Bo Dallas in drag. 
Yeah. Hey, I'll take that. Absolutely. <laughs> there are hey, there are rumors that Bray wants Bo on SmackDown. I wonder why. Because uh, he can, could thrive. Yeah, I can believe in that. And the main event, and we know. Oh, I, I didn't get. I didn't get the vote. Oh, you didn't uh, get the vote. Bray, Bray, Bray win. Cool. Bray wins the main event. I, oh, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Okay, look. When Goldberg came back, I was hyped. When Goldberg beat Brock in a minute and twenty-eight, I was ecstatic. When Goldberg eliminated Brock Lesnar in the Rumble in like eighty in like fourteen seconds, I was happy. And then I stopped. And fucking told you this shit was gonna happen. I fucking told you. I just you were right, and and I love Goldberg. I do. He he was just. I do. Did you see his comments? That he said to like where he was like, "I've been miserable since I returned, and it's so much work, and the matches are making me hurt so much." Like, when did he yeah. say this? Apparently, he said it in some Sports Illustrated article or something last week. <laughs> Fucking yep. Goldberg. He says that the matches have been so rough, it's it's been so hard on him since his returns, he's in so much pain from the matches he's had. I was like, what? <laughs> the team moves? Goldberg, come on, buddy. Jesus. And then at the Hall of Fame, the crowd booed him, so he just walked off. Yeah, he, he just left. left. He, I saw he, that. He left for Kurt Angle. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a piece of shit. Lesnar wins. They've got to. Uh, they've got to get the belt off Goldberg. They've got to redeem Lesnar. There's no way that they just have Lesnar lose again here. Otherwise, Lesnar is dead. Brock has to win. I just can't see them closing the show on this match. No, I think it's well, going I mean, to close the show. I mean, I mean, logic suggests that it would be, but um, no, I, I don't. I mean, tradition, traditions. Tradition says it should be Bray and um, Orton, really, but... It probably yeah, I think it'll be either Bray and Orton, or somehow, magically, it'll end up be Undertaker and fucking... I feel, I feel so bad for them if, if like... If, the, if, like, Roman beats Taker, and then they have this match, and then they have Bray and Orton, the crowd might be so either tired or pissed off at that point. I reckon Bray and Orton might be the new Triple H Orton, or the new... Um, you know, Jericho, Triple H, or that, that match where the crowd is just like, okay. Yeah, they're dead. Or, 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 or Roman Triple H from last year's Mania, where the main event is just like, ah, okay. You know, I, I, I'll I feel really bad if that match is last. I kind of feel that's how they are now about this match, because, again, it was awesome at the start, awesome in the middle, but it's now it's just kind of, well, Brock's been beat like seven times by Goldberg now, so... Are we done here? I mean, the story has to be the Brock wins here, otherwise the, otherwise everything they did, ending the streak, all that, it was for nothing. And Brock, Brock is, they're paying all that money and they're just flushing it down the toilet if Brock doesn't win. Because Goldberg's not sticking around, Brock is. The only the only thing good I got to see out of this Goldberg thing so far was Undertaker no selling. Uh, Goldberg's spear in the Royal Rumble and then just eliminating him. That was awesome. This is this, this spear kayfabe just broke fucking Brock Lesnar, right? Just broke all his ribs. And he just hits Undertaker with it in the Royal Rumble. And Undertaker just gets up. <laughs> just gets up in two seconds. He's like, fuck you, and eliminates him. No sells it. Ah. Fucking good shit. To be fair, it is Taker. I mean. 
he would be the guy to do that, which you can actually believe. So we're all saying um, Brock. Yeah. Yeah, Brock. All right. I mean, are we hyped for this WrestleMania, or are we just... Ah, this WrestleMania, sure. Mm-hmm. I'll enjoy it. Some of the matches will be fun. I just... <laughs> nothing makes me go, holy shit, yes, I've got to see this. I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy Triple H and Seth, uh, Brian Orton. Yeah, Rain the only matches that... The only, the, really, the only matches that have had a really good build are the ones that have been like a year build, like Rollins, Triple H, and Jericho Owens. The rest just kind of seem thrown together, and I feel like you could rearrange these puzzle pieces into a better card, especially think, with some of the guys. I think Dean and, uh, Dean and uh, Baron will probably be pretty decent, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I just think there's a few guys here seeing... Uh, AJ, you could have Joe on the card because I have Sami Zayn on the card. There's a few guys who I I think could be used better, and you'd have a better card. I mean, to be fair, Joe did just come up. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I I I, I agree. Say, Someone with Joe almost, should be somewhere on here. Joe versus Rollins would be a better match than Joe than Rollins Triple H. I'm not gonna lie, but. Uh, that's just me. See what I'm that surprised, and this was the rumor I heard that AJ Styles was going to be pissed off at, um, you know, not getting his title shot, and fuck this show, and fuck this company, and blah blah blah, and he attacked Shane. And I heard the rumor was Shane was going to go in a promotional match, beat Samoa Joe, you can keep your job, or some bullshit like that, and it didn't go that <laughs> way. That yeah, would have been awesome. That, if it would have been AJ Joe, holy shit, that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah that would have been fucking awesome. But they went Shane AJ, and it went. That's not what the rumor said. <laughs> Yeah. It's not even yeah. close. But yeah, well, they're starting this Triple H NXT faction thing, aren't they? So. I think the problem with Mania is, and it happens every so often, like 30 was awesome, but then you get to 31 and 32 and you just kind of, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're there. I, hopefully, hopefully we're, uh, you know, it's better than we expect. Hopefully it uh, over-delivers. Well, honestly, I think a lot of people thought 31 was was going to be um, really forgettable, and then people really enjoyed 31. Yeah, I enjoyed because, 31. Of, because of the Rollins gushing. I think I think a lot of the matches in general were just, ended up being pretty memorable. And yeah, Rollins and Brock was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the ladder match with uh, yeah. Brian and everybody. Uh, also, Bray and, Bray and Undertaker ended up being way better than no, I, don't I mean know. That, that one. That one felt a little flat for me. All their matches. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying it was Shawn Michaels, but I'm saying it was um, better than I thought it would be. Uh, I think 31 was the well. How are they going to top 30? And 32 was everyone's injured. How are they pulling this off? Yeah, last year was they were they were short on people. Yeah, this year was they have talent and they're not using them. You know. Oh, well, you know, after Mania, then we'll hopefully start seeing good stuff again. I heard I, I Nakamura's mean, coming up. Yeah. Yeah, Balor will be back. Hopefully, if AJ wins, he can then go onto a program with whoever's got the title, you know. I hope to God before Nakamura leaves, they do Nakamura and Hatami. Because that has to happen. Yeah. That has to happen. Yeah, but Hatami's had so many injuries at this point. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. And Bobby Roode needs to come up. Oscar needs to come Like, all NXT needs to just come up. Yeah. Yep. And I hate saying that all the time, but 
Fuck. By the way, there's an NXT show coming up tonight. Check it out. Seriously, Man, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dead to the world by then. Yeah, you'll be asleep though. So. Yeah. yeah. And stay I'll tuned on Facebook, folks, because you'll be getting updates from me, and I'll either be pissed off or screaming like a bitch. Yeah, I'm sure during the week we can probably get together and do some sort of WrestleMania recap or something. You're either going to be angry or surprised. Yes. It's never elated. You notice that? It's never fucking elated. Yeah, but because my jaded internet smarts. Well, even WrestleMania 30, we should have been thrilled. Yeah. And we couldn't. Don't call me a smart, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, I got what you're saying. 30 was like, it was a great show, but because the streak ended, it kind of took the wind out of everybody's sails. Yeah. And I love that yeah. pay-per-view, but I can't love it because as good as it was, story-wise, it was but the streak wall was over. It wasn't just that the streak was over, it was that that match was fucking awful. Yeah. Undertaker, Undertaker looked like shit. He got he could, hurt. He concussed himself early on. and then. But he also looked like, he just looked like shit. He was bald and he fucking old and just, he yeah. looked like a cancer. That's what I'm saying. He's wearing pajamas. That's that's a crazy thing about now is Taker looks more like the Undertaker now because he's growing his hair back and stuff, so he, he looks better now. Um, but I don't know whether he's we'll see how well he performs because I don't yeah. know well, he, I, if they stuck him in there with an AJ Styles or they stuck him in there with somebody or with a Zena, I reckon they could carry him to a great match. Reigns, I don't know if he's the guy to pull a great match out of Taker. We'll see, I guess. That we will, yeah. and we will catch you all next time, whatever the hell that's going to be. Enjoy WrestleMania, enjoy NXT, enjoy the Hall of Fame, enjoy Raw, enjoy SmackDown, enjoy 205, and everything else that WWE does because they're taking over the world. Good night, everyone. See ya. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.